From the Dice Abide Live studios, it's Late Night War Games with your hosts, Adam and John. Thank you. Thank you, Jay, and hello, everyone. I'm Adam, but you know me as the Dice Abide. And I'm John, also known as Wise Kensai. And tonight, we're joined by that dynamic duo, Tim and Clint. That's Yay! me and that's us. That's we. It's you. It's I. Hello. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm Don't... tired. I can't believe that. <laughs> Same time for reason. I'm tired of airplanes is what I'm tired oh, of. Oh, gosh, yeah. You've had a miserable couple of days. Yep. I can only imagine. <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice oh. running the tournament in your own backyard, right? Literally. Yeah, seriously. Get a slip All right. Well, uh, gentlemen, Tim, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking some uh, white wine that Katie picked out. It's nice. <laughs> there you go. It sounds uh, well sele- selected. I, that, I, I like it. I, I, she's the one who picks them. I, I just drink them. That's all I got. <laughs> I have more say in the in the liquor side. All right. Well, Clint, don't disappoint. What are you drinking tonight? Um, it's it's mostly gone, but it it is <laughs> vanilla Coke. Success. Yay! <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> How are you, John? We know he was a Cylon. Uh, I am having a uh, Toki whiskey, just because it sounds oh. good. And uh, just enjoying the lovely care package that Grizzly Troll sent us. And when my whiskey is gone, I have some sake on the warmer. God, that guy is too generous. Right? Nice dude. Just a, nice dude. Adam, you say what you're drinking, and then I, I want to say like a side bet on that real quick. Or, or like mm-hmm. he sent he sent oh. money to me to like buy people drinks at the tournament because he ended up not being able to go, sadly. Yeah. Like a big work thing showed up like super last minute, but it's like, what? I I was not prepared for you to just supply alcohol when you're not here. <laughs> right. No, he's he's a super super nice guy. Yep. Absolutely. Can uh, confirm. <laughs> tonight I am having an Orion, which is a large and delicious Japanese beer. Ooh, sounds good. Uh, light crisp lager. Highly recommend it. Well, gentlemen, cheers. Cheers. On by. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well done, Clint. All right, John, why don't you take away with some news? Yeah. So uh, just a reminder what's going on in Bromat Academy news this month. Take at least two tags, if not more, in your list and try to win a game. That's basically it. Um, let us know how it goes. Uh, shenanigans ensue. Uh, if you feel like painting something, you can paint up a model to go into a diorama. Um, can be any Infinity model you want. The diorama doesn't have anything to do with Infinity if you don't want it to, but it can. Uh, but basically, one Infinity model, usual rules apply. Don't paint it before, don't share it, that kind of stuff. Uh, and we'll judge you primarily on the uh, paint job of the model, but it will take your diorama into account. Um, in Lumbering Sprocket news, we've got some more objective playtesting. So we have those new objectives which we're proposing for heavy gear blitz tournament system. I always have to say it out loud because it's like a long acronym. Um, but raid flags claim and pave the way. Uh, really looking for feedback on claim this month if you guys are looking for uh, the decision, right? Decision fatigue is a thing. So if you want to just be pointed in the direction for testing, please test claim. If you want to try other things, love to hear your feedback about that too. Um, 
Fan, who you heard from at the beginning of the episode in our Neo-Terra Firmer segment, is back on Lumbering Sprocket with a precise, agile, and advanced sort of overview of explaining what those what those traits do, why they're good, etc., etc. And if you'd like to try them out, coming up soon is the first round of the Heavy Gear Blitz TTS tournament. So that starts on November 15th. All your lists and all of that stuff is due all the details in lumberingsprocket.com. There's a Google form. You fill out the thing, copy, pasta the lists in there, and you're good to go. Uh, so yeah, yeah that's... Six more days to sign up. Yep. It's, uh, it's coming up a lot faster than you think, so so give that a shot. Um, in sponsor news, we've got uh, some Northern MP models. So I'm right, about we're that. finally here. Yeah, so it's the... the They've got a four-pack of two... What is it? Two Cheetahs, one MP Hunter, and one uh, Jaguar MP. And then you can also get them all as individual packs. These models have been uh, like, I remember in the nineties wanting these models to come out. So they're out. Yay. <laughs> I, I like those SWAT shields. It just begs the question for me of like, could they not put a camera in the shield? Like, why is there the vision hole? <laughs> 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 like on a mech scale, it doesn't make sense. It could just be a shield, but it looks sweet. Yes. <laughs> it's like the same thing when you see one with a scope on it, right? Yeah, yep. you just like, I'm pretty sure you have that in your head it's aiming for you right now. I don't think yep. you need to magnify through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know their life. Whatever this is 5,000 years in the future. Or I have some guesstimations, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the same reason why they have billy clubs, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, quick note about Moonstone. The Kickstarter is shipping soon. So make sure your address right. is correct. That's the thing you should do. Um, that locked in. Yeah. Also got some some uh, news from War Cradle. Oh, right. The Victory Battle Fleet was coming out. So this is kind of a, a big British fleet in the box um, that I am I'm looking forward to getting my hands on. Honestly, that big old aircraft carrier in the back. The British ships all look super cool. So that's coming out. And then uh, <laughs> even better, <laughs> it's coming out is the Empire Tianlong Battle Fleet, which is um, flying robot dragons in your in your naval game. I have a powerful need. Right. <laughs> what? right. It's like, you want to do a naval battle? Yep. Smog shows up like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, my favorite part is that the destroyers that come with this are literally gong-class destroyers. It's fine. It's fine. When they, when they get hit, it's very loud. Yep. <laughs> That's it for sure. But they, I mean, just judging by this photo, if those models are on scale, those dragons are actually pretty freaking huge. Yeah, which sounds awesome. Probably. And you get three of them in the pack, I guess, which is awesome yeah. too, because you need more than one, obviously. That I'm, I'm curious. I mean, we had a lot of fun in the couple games we played. I want to see what flying dragons do in that in that game yeah let's let's make that happen and try it out what an what a interesting choice <laughs> <laughs> all right well in so infinity news or i guess it, it, corvus it, belly news sorry sit in corvus belly oh, news yeah. we've got some new profiles to look at right so th- these have come through via the uh, tag rate kickstarter Mm-hmm. So they've shown off now the profiles for both the prospectors and the the tags, the the mining tags. So the prospectors are pretty rad, honestly. They're, like it's they're so good. 
I didn't, cheap I didn't know what I was wounds. expecting. Huh? Very cheap two wounds. Yep. Yeah, it's like Toha prices for two wounds. Mm-hmm. It's significantly cheaper. <laughs> it's it's very similar. <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I saw this profile was um, the Crackout Renegade, because they're regular. Mm-hmm. You pay 14 right. points for a two-wound warband with a double-burst chain rifle, grenades, and booty. But this is really, really good. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty interesting. You know, so they're available to all the vanilla factions, plus the um, a handful of mercenaries, which I'm so for because I have all those mercenary armies. Yeah. Drew finally gets. Hmm? I think you're gonna see a lot of these guys spread around. Yeah, they're out. really good. Thankfully, they're at least hackable. Yes. So, and they're not very resistant to said hacking. Yeah, so that that <laughs> no. helps. That helps. They're, I mean, the thing is, like, they're they're heavy infantry, but they're also very squishy for heavy infantry. They're really, I mean, armor three zero BTS, I think, is the lightest heavy infantry in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything else is at least like armor three three BTS. Yeah, like the the, the cheapest one is like the Zhu Yong, right? They're supposed to be the cheapest heavy HI you can really get. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe compare like it, all the other ones i can think of are still three three like the more yeah. shootable ones like the tenko I, mean, I guess you know i i guess uh that's not true the the lightest one is the ohio minute man <laughs> why do you got to say things that make you so sad i know right but i mean so okay so it's it's impetuous so it's getting that impetuous discount right yeah so it really is arm three yeah yeah or it's not seven, even <laughs> sometimes if it's in a duo mm-hmm. sure it's got booty. True. Mm, booty. Yeah. <laughs> booty is the, fair, the fair. part that I think could leave people with some bad feels after a game. Oh, so look, you I could. Good. Mm? Right, I have one more note after this. But finish your point. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, yeah, you could end up with like a was like a 14 point heavy or two model with a HMG or ODD. That's gross. Yep. I want nothing to do with that. The other thing I noticed, though, is that their CCW has plus burst, and they have natural warrior. Mm-hmm. They can beat up oh. a lot of people mm-hmm. just being burst to just, just going there and just hammering on people. <laughs> like, like the samurai swings their sword carefully, and he just like catches it halfway through his arm and says "cute" and smashes him with a drill. Yep. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, like, do you really want to get in a fist fight where somebody where both of their fists is drills? <laughs> no, yeah, bad idea. This, this sounds awful. At least they don't have a berserk. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. So no, they seem they seem rad. You know, I don't I don't think they're in auto include territory. I think like the Krakot, we will see them a lot initially, and then I think we'll see them about as often as we see a Krakot. I I personally think they're better than Krakots a bit because the two wound territory for that same price. So mm-hmm. I think we will see. I think we'll see a bit more longevity out of this one. And like I sure, it's hackable, but like you can just play around that as best you can. And I think they bring cheap two wounds to everybody, whereas almost everybody already had something crackot like. You know, this this is a lot of wounds for the price. Yeah, <laughs> Play, absolutely. Playing frostbite, you're gonna take as many of these as you can. Oh yeah, Look you are. That. This is a big for deal sure, for Ariadne. For sure. mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. So like the, the Krakot, you've got the four, de- like the Krakot have uh, have Berserk, they have the four deployment. Medicam right? instead of booty, so that's kind of mm-hmm. comparable. It's it's comparable in a lot of ways. Like, 
I feel like there are more rolls that you just won't care about on booty than there are in Medicam. Like Medicam, it's like don't roll a one and you're and you're getting something useful. Well, I, th- I think that the other difference is that with Krakots, you will be more careful, and these are really point trading pieces. Yeah, like yeah. you're just gonna run these at people, hope you make the armor save, and drop two templates. Whereas Krakots, a lot of times you'll see people do a lot of finagling to get like in good range for a backfire grenade or something. Right. Yeah. This yeah, is the mean, same price as a Krakot, which is what it's bonkers. Yeah, that's that's why I think they're so good. <laughs> yeah. Even if you roll up a sniper rifle, though, so now you've got a sniper that can't claim cover. It also be a <laughs> eleven, so like, yeah. figure it out. I mean, that's that's you're... fine, right? Like. They have trouble closing now. They don't. Yes, you. But you definitely want to roll some of the defensive powers before you roll anything else, right? Like, yeah. I guess, I guess maybe you could make a case for a machine gun. Just weight of dice can get you there, mm-hmm. sure, like approaching. Sure. But almost any other time, I'm like, please give me mimicism of some level. Yep. Yeah, I think I think what you're gonna end up happening. What's gonna end up happening is a lot of people are gonna roll up HMGs and sniper rifles, and then go out and just like lose the first face to face roll. <laughs> and survive. Yeah, yeah and, survive. <laughs> That's and then they'll try to do it again on BS10. <laughs> Don't do that. Fall back to your first two chain rifle. What are you doing? Yeah, keep. Just go yeah, Obi, Obi makes a really good point where booty, booty changes the role, right? Mm-hmm. So th- this model rolls up an HMG. Suddenly, he's doing something totally different. Where um, with the Krakot, metachemistry is all just different. How are you delivering? the same weapons package. Indeed. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, they're they're neat profiles. Um let's talk about the the tag. I think we have that up in there too, yeah. This one's harder to evaluate. Yeah, trip hammers, repurposed industrial tags, right? So it's basically like a Anaconda E stat line, except it's got uh, instead of having the pilot eject, it has a battle ravaged version after you take the first two mm-hmm. wounds. Um, you've got a heavy shotgun or an AP Spitfire, effectively. Um, it's all it's all good. Yeah, yeah this I mean, one, like like at first, I was really impressed by it, but the BTS three scares the piss out of me. <laughs> big problem. It's a like, big problem. Like and and not just to like getting hacked, like to breaker ammo, to viral ammo. Yeah. <laughs> just, viral will tear you up. Yeah. This, the, these miners just like shit their pants when they get a cold. Like the well, whole thing I think it's more accurate to say like think when you think of BTS six, you're a you're in like a, a Gundam enclosed mecha space. But this mecha is like the end of aliens where you're just exposed to the world and they're just fucking <laughs> shooting you with bullets. <laughs> you have flamish spears and Panzerfaust, so it's fine. I'll do. I mean um, it's it, it them getting a piece of fire is I think a very good gun for this. I don't mm-hmm. know which one I like better between the heavy flint or the plus burst chain colt. It's that's a hard question, I think. I mean, I think it's pointed appropriately. It's a one point. Yeah. Difference. Like, yeah. You, you, I don't think you're ever to take one to be like, my, if only I took the other one. My plans are all ruined. Yeah. It's like the chain cult's great if it hits. Yeah. And the heavy flamethrower is great if it hits. So something I should have commented on, on the last one. Prospector? Uh, yeah, that Frank pointed out. Uh, they have transmutation wounds, mm-hmm. which means in Toha and Spiral Core. Oh no! They, they could get symbio bombs and symbio mates. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, 
That's kind of legit, actually. I assume you give them eights. Oh, here we go. This is, it's it's you know what you know what happened. What literally happened was that you know Corvus Belli heard that Obi finished painting his Toha army, and they're like, oh. <laughs> like Toha no, certainly wouldn't go and and be mining on a planet, would they? And Corvus Belli is like, but he'll be out. <laughs> so. Oh man. Okay, so here's just gonna throw it out there. Throw it out there. Possible uh uh Rose City Raid miniature for next year, but in uh in Zoolander when he's in there mining. Oh right, right? like God like to- Toha Miner Zoolander for the uh the Toha Prospector. Or or the Toha Pros <laughs> the Toha Prospector. He has a mining pick clearly, right? But he's like he's like the mining pick is down here and he's clearly doing the like yeah, yeah. Blue, <laughs> steel. blue steel. So blue, he he's the blue steel. Like that's the company. Like yeah. it'll say Blue Steel Mining Co. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's oh no! Good. Excellent. <laughs> you, you, they're AVA too, right? So you bring two of them, and the other one's looking over his other shoulder and doing La Tigra Mining oh, yeah. Co. or something. <laughs> yep, yep. Excellent. I love it. It, it's perfect. It's perfect. I've got uh, nothing else to add to, to, to it. It is perfection. Yep. Um, but so the cool thing is, this means that you can actually run a tag in Ariadna. Yep. Finally. Um, so that's awesome. It's available too. Is it just vanilla faction? It's just vanilla. Okay. Oh, it's actually, sorry. It's anybody that, um, it's all of the vanilla and any of the ones that gets access to the prospectors. Yeah. Cool. So a, lot, a bunch of the mercs. So yeah, the mercs will get them. Um, do you guys, do you guys take the heavy shotgun profile at all? You think? It's the the heavy. It's a little. It's, it's a little cheap. spicy, right? Like that one wants to get close. I mean, the flamish spear one with is pretty yeah. interesting. You have a really reasonable chance to get a good gun off booty, mm-hmm. like something that reaches beyond heavy shotgun range. Mm-hmm. That's right? true. Just something. That's it could be a multi rifle, and it'd be good. So like I kind of like that because you already have Flammosphere and Panzerfaust for like one or two long range engagements, and then you can suicide them for like fifty two points. But like, how do That's... you? How does booty work? Because it's the booty. There's no booty on the battle ravage. I guess you keep the booty when you. Loop. I think you apply. Yeah, you apply it to the model, and it's, it doesn't go away. Got it. Because yeah. it's still the same model. I mean, you could end up with like an eight four tag heavy shotgun. Oh. <laughs> what's What's relevant is. Uh, the booty chart doesn't have the same changes that the Panoply chart has. Correct. So you don't have tag specific stuff. So you could get, I don't remember what was like plus four you arm. Could be armor eleven, yeah. Yeah. Because you know, Yodum. Yeah. Yodum plus. <laughs> Yodum plus with baby guns. Yodum. Yodum minus. Let's be real. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That. You're, that. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yep. Yodum minus. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this. if you're looking at weapons that are going to increase your capacity beyond a heavy shotgun, there's actually not that many on the booty chart. It's you're basically looking at the multi rifle, multi sniper rifle, or HMG. The Gistles three, Panzerfaust. It already has a Panzerfaust, so that's going to get you an oh, extra on one shot Panzerfaust. On the second one, yeah, yeah. it would, huh? And adhesive I, launcher. I fire my second 
my my other Panzerfaust and AO. And then on my turn, I fire the plus burst Panzerfaust. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> he has so many bullets. So, yeah, not a lot of. There's not a lot on there, but I mean, yeah, the, the possibility of getting one with grenades. Just rolling around the corner and fizz 20 grenading people in the face. And I've I've never seen a more generic S2 stat line. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like he can push a button. That's he's, about it. He's a pilot. He's a pilot. He does have oh, a heavy he, pistol. I was just gonna point that out. Yeah, that's fair. That's so is fair. That's so funny. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> so yeah, there's a couple of interesting things with it. Um, one other part that's important is because it tra- because it's a tag that transmutes, you can't once it's taken that second wound, you can't yeah. get it back up to the previous profile. That's probably fine. It is, but like you can't really you can't cap off a tag. Sure. You either have to keep it unwounded and cap it off there, or it's gonna end up getting battle ravaged. Yeah. Of, well. of note for. Few other things. Um, and this is something I wish I saw more, or maybe like a more base functional change in how weapons are designed. But this says CC attack anti material, mm-hmm. which I oh, mean yeah. it's fully in theme. But I, I feel like when I thought about it, I was like, man, I I really wish that more more weapons were anti material, right? Like yeah. that it wasn't just DA CCWs and explosive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Agree. Does I feel Agree. like it? Some factions, it makes it very difficult to do certain like losing sabotage is what I'm really talking about, right? But like, I'd like to see that more more broadly applied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, it's fine. It's you know, it's a mm-hmm. mid, it's a was it low fifties to low sixties? Yeah, point tag. I, I really think you, I agree with someone in the chat said you either take the top or the bottom one. I don't think you take the Mark Twelve almost ever. Really, like. So, I mean, here's what I'll say. The Mark 12 is it's, the least dependent. It's the least dependent on what you roll on that booty chart. I mean, I'm more Twice. than happy firing a Panzerfaust at you. Yeah. Once, like, and then you're out of ammo. The rest of the You game. fire a Flammenspear. Also fine. Yeah. Also <laughs> once. And then you go close. It's 52 points. You rush them with a heavy shotgun at damage 16. So the reason why I like the, the Mark 12 is because it does everything that the other ones do. It can it can fire up to twenty four inches effectively. It can fire up close effectively. It can burst two template. I mean, why are you taking that over the AP Spitfire though? SWC. That's, I mean, the, that's the only reason you would. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's but still five. You'll make you'll, it's, it's a tag. Make room for the SWC, right? So yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair, right? Like go with the AP Spitfire and the heavy flamethrower. Like if it was heavy points. shotgun Mark Twelve, heavy shotgun Flemish or Panzerfaust, and that was it. Okay, fine, you have a case. Sure, yeah. sure. Because the, because of the existence of the AP Spitfire, yeah, it is one of those thing, things like like why are you saving SWC on your biggest model? Yes. Right, exactly. More you bullets. need to have a very specific reason why you don't want that one, and an even more specific reason why it's like are you well cl- clearly your SWC spent elsewhere, which means you don't need long range guns. Yeah, because like you spent six SWC somewhere, so unless it's like a billion mine layers and hackers. Right. I mean, like, like you, you sure you've convinced me, but I bet you your faction has a better long range gun fighter than this guy. Yeah, like, like there's a case for it in Nomads, but then you're just like, but Gecko. But Gecko, yeah, Gecko is 
that's an interesting comparison because I think geckos are just broadly just a better version of this tag. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at its fire team duo, and it makes me wonder if there are some sectorals they're going to get availability to of them. But what I think is actually more likely to happen is that they'll be able to duo with the prospector. Yeah, that too. That would be very cool. But I mean, like, sure. I think what well, the prospectors can be part of Corregidor. So, like, this guy plus an evader sounds rad. Yeah, I was going to say wall cards are probably oh. going to slot in there more likely. Right. So, like, the heavy shotgun dude plus an evader AP Spitfire. Boom, done. Moving on. You can, you can literally use it to, like, be a, a physical wall in front of uh, yeah. Wolfgang. That too. <laughs> it's a Wolfgang delivery system. Exactly. Put a powdered yeah, no, they're, they're, they're rad profiles. Um, I'm glad that it's only one profile, right? Like they didn't come out with stat individual rules for all the oh, different yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely the mining right tags. thing to do. Well, and then that makes me think that for, for sure we're going to see a standard release of this with like a generic mining tag and prospector, mm-hmm. which I'll also have to get. Womp womp. <laughs> Oh no! Shoot! <laughs> I gotta get more toys. I oh, man, we were talking about it a bit before the show, but like, I want those tiny robots. They're so, yeah, right. They're so fun. I, want, I mean, Puma I Driftcat get... has a has a good point. The reason why you take the Mark Twelve is because Mirage Twelve, Mirage Five takes two swings. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I, very go. well. <laughs> I can and see five the point to take five SWC. <laughs> that so. they do. <laughs> also, also true. <laughs> That's funny. Let's make room for SWC for the Avatar. Rawr. Yep. Three well, and a half. Random inclusion to an Avatar list is like the Avatar <laughs> and my trip hammer. Yeah. Hey, there's the Morat model for it that looks freaking rad. Yeah, there. Some of the new stuff coming out. It's like, oh right, Corvus Belly makes great models. I forgot what was it? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that just what really cool models look like. Oh, man. Oh, man. So uh, still on the news. I think what do we have? uh, What do we have next for some more community news? John, right. The Punga Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. So Punga is doing another round of Blood Bowl teams, and they all look freaking amazing. Um, So there's what a Norse team, a Chaos Dwarf team, which is the most important team. Um, <laughs> a, a Kislev team and a um, Amazon's team. They're doing the Amazons in kind of like the the Viking way, which is which is fine. It looks good. No, all of them look amazing. Um, I'm actually backing this for the Chaos Dwarfs because I love Chaos Dwarfs. Very nice. What can I say? They're the best. Oh, there's also on the Kickstarter they've included it now as a stretch goal is a uh, the Chaos Renegade team that is built off of the kind of um, Nordic maraudery looking aesthetic along with the, um, with the Norse. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. They look pretty great. Well, some other, other Kickstarter news. I just received my shiny gold. Aeon ancient Greece. Scene. Oh, Ooh. oh you got it. Yeah, so one, of, one of our local players got his too. So fancy. Ooh, well, it, mine's not here yet. What a like, what a strong aesthetic choice, right? Yeah, it's so uh, yeah. good. It's like it's a short zine, you know. We've we've seen the contents already, but 
Very shiny, literally. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. I'm looking forward to getting my copy. Haven't received it yet, mm-hmm. but will it kill the Zondos? They look fantastic. Oh, yeah, 100%. Great. Well, if that's all the news, that means. So, John, you built some toys? Oh, I did I built not, some toys. but you built some toys. I did, I did. So, up top, uh, I finished painting the rattlesnake that I was working on last week. I'm pretty happy with in the foreground there. And then I've started on to stripped down um, uh, Jaeger brawlers in the back. Mm-hmm. And then in the bottom picture, I've decided instead of going for militia, I'm going to do the Eastern Suns. The Eastern Suns get an allied faction, either uh, PRDF, Nucol, or North. I did not want to do more North. So I went with Peace River, and I started off by getting the, I forget what this pack is called, the Tactical Response or something like that, but it's three uh, three Gladiators and a Mustang, and Gladiator oh, yeah. models are, are awesome, mm-hmm. and they have amazing rules in the game. I built two stock, and one is a uh, a stock melee specialist with a big old axe, and then the Mustang, which is not an amazing unit, but it has, it's such a cool model. Very cool. So that's all I've, 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 I've built the a uh, similar version of that, I think, as part of my PRDF. So I think we've got a, a game coming up. Maybe I'll take Peace River versus your South. See how it goes. Ooh, do it. Yeah, should be a good time. Uh, I imagine, Clinton, Tim, you've been busy. Arizona Armageddon-ing. So not too Mostly, much hobby. But I, I have, um, in the quiet moments, I have enjoyed building uh, some of the Crisis Protocol stuff. Oh, I'm picking nice. some of that up locally, since so some of the Arizona guys play it. And mm-hmm. um, God, those models are just a pleasure to build. That's really? a Marvel game. Yeah, they're, they're actually quite fun to build. Adam, they're... Adam is is suspicious. Why? Why <laughs> I... do you say this? Well, uh, I don't want it. I don't want to like it. So, like, I, <laughs> all right, I'll hear I'm you out. I'm not a huge comic book buff. I enjoyed the Marvel movies. I definitely prefer the the, the more kind of obscure. Uh, Marvel imprints, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I liked it when they I, did like the Marvel Noir that, for a while. Like, like their mm-hmm. focus on '90s X-Men is so smart. That's the part that's killing me. Is like the fact that it's Uncanny X-Men is just like, well, shit. I want this. Yeah, movie it's now. it's great. Like the only two models that I have just fucking hated building was um, Shuri and Okoye from one of the Wakanda boxes. And that's only because, like, their clothing was layered and her hair was three pieces. And those little, like, panther guns she has in her hands, like, the jaw is its own piece. And it's like, that's big. Adam loves that. It's his favorite. Yeah. yeah. But everything else has just been super fun to build. I've really enjoyed it. The the pack that has Rogue and Gambit in it, yeah. It's just like it, that. That one is like personally written to just try to take my money. Uh, I'm a little offended, <laughs> and I really the, want it. the one that got me to go in. Um, is Iron Fist. I think sure. that that the Iron Fist too. model is exceptional because it's like, oh, he, he's he's literally just doing the Iron Fist. He's he's in he's mid air, and he's held up. The model is held up by the graphic of the dragon going in the half crescent behind him. So it looks right. like he's just about to come down on you and just like ruin your day. Well, but that was the thing. I really liked the Marvel Knights imprint. So like Luke Cage with Iron Fist is a really cool. And they're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I've been having a lot of fun playing. Me and Tom have been getting a game in every other week or so. 
and uh, he 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 Hulk smashed me last night, but that's that's fine. That's a different problem. <laughs> Hulk just kind of pushed my pushed my my face into my chest. Right, Daredevil comes with Bullseye, and and Bullseye looks like the comic book. He doesn't look like a douchebag from the movies. Right. Well, it's... kind of kind of on that note of Bullseye is that they've been doing really smart balance passes. So like Bullseye was really bad for a long time. And then if it, they've been releasing a whole bunch of articles about how they're rebalancing the game going into November. And they're like, all right, well, we didn't want to make Bullseye super powerful to be more in contact with the game. So we just lowered him to be a two threat instead of a three. And it's like, so we didn't have to change anything, but suddenly he's super valuable as like an objective grabber. Oh, sure. Just by changing his price. Yeah. Interesting. So they've been looking at a lot of the, the really overpowered things or like, um, I would say frustrating game patterns and like adjusting it here and there. Mm. So I, I look forward to how they continue with um with that game's development, like competitive wise, but also like I just enjoy the models. Oh man, I just looked at the juggernaut model. It looks so good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Oh god. Yeah, it's it is just the it's the nineties, it's the nineties uh direction I went with it. So like I'm not I'm not loving like Hallquester. Really? It's a lot I mean, of people seem really high on that. Like Tom's it's very fine. excited. But it's not as cool as like Colossus with a Look flat at the top. Doctor Strange ones. If you've not seen the Doctor Strange ones, those are exceptional because he's like um he's floating through his magic circles and the way he's projected is he's held up where it looks like he's floating, right? He's flying around. And the other yeah. one he's coming through a portal. There's a there's a uh, um, Sorcerer Supreme one where he's hopping out through a portal to to jump people. Yeah, the the one coming through the portal looks pretty rad. Yeah, they have good models. I've enjoyed it, and that's all the hobby time I've really had time for. <laughs> oh, don't make me do it. I don't want to do it. Oh, there's the 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 Sanctum Sanctorum model looks really cool. They're having a whole. They're releasing the whole wizard factions. So they have like Doctor Voodoo and like Baron Morty and stuff, and the Ancient One. So you can just play a bunch of wizards. Which is that sounds like exactly what Tim wants to be doing. So, all so of I'm this gonna is, I'm hmm? gonna stop this feedback loop. Uh, yep. My nope, hobby. That's, that's why. My hobby. <laughs> I tried to step away, but we just like the models. Sorry. Uh, if it, if it was uh, if the episode was centered on Crisis Protocol, I wouldn't have said anything. No. Uh, uh, it is a fun game, though. The one game I did play, I did run the X Men, and it was good times. Uh, but but my hobby. My ho- what did you yeah, do, Clint? No. I painted Kiss and Bit for the oh, tournament because nice. they were in my list, and they were the only thing that didn't have paint on it. So it's not done well, but it wasn't. Primer. If it's if it's done, it's done well. Uh, I'm going to fix it now, but yeah, it's (laughs) it's fine. Well well done. All right, before we get sucked back into uh, (laughs) too much of a tangent, yeah, I'll talk about whatever. Yeah, I've I've done some hobby stuff too. Wait, you did? I did. Tom, what'd you do? I have been writing writing a game. Uh, that counts as hobby, right? Nani? You can write? D- d- yes, I can. Shocking. I know. He, he word good. Um, but yeah, so I, for those of you who didn't catch last week's episode, I am now the responsible party for the Jovian Wars 
rules. Jovian Wars is a spaceship fleet scale battle game from DreamPod 9. It has spaceships and Gundam, effectively. They're called Exo Armor, but they're mecha. So, you know, and they have beam swords or lances, as they're called in the game. And there's like spaceships and fighters and kinetic cannons and, and, Beam projectors and missile swarms, literally all all the things you would want. Uh, and I'm I'm now in charge of it all, which is a bit daunting to be honest. Uh, but uh, we've got a bunch of people stood up in testing servers, and and, and you know everything is coming online. Uh, it's just a lot of infrastructure to build. So uh, the rules are available. I'm sort of taking a um, a uh, wiki-based format, so the rules are are hyperlinked, and you can click on things. So if you want to know about the dice system, you just you just click on it, and it tells you all about the dice system, uh, and so on. Um, and then I have uh, a big, a big thing, which uh, the the prog- I'm treating it like a software artifact. So I'm using software tools, and there's a dashboard telling you what I'm thinking about, when when it's coming out, what version it's tied to, the progress towards it. Uh, there's even like notes on testing. So we're in the middle of testing an ECM rule, and so. Here's the proposed rule to test, and there's some clarifications based on feedback that I've gotten, right? So just trying to treat it like a software tool, like software deliverable. Um, and, you know, the, the next thing I'm working on, I hope to really soon, is uh, the massive spreadsheet of all of the all of the unit costs and everything, and there's a huge amount of math behind it all. So uh, I'll, I'll write up a big <laughs> article about that and explain what I did and why I did it. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of points costs have changed, so you can look forward to that uh all of you out there that's what i've been i do love that you built a massive math spreadsheet so you could modularly change things and have it all calculate out correctly that is the only way to do things because doing it any other way is a recipe for madness yep having having not looked into this at all Mm -hmm. uh seeing these spreadsheets reminds me a lot of my first impression of heavy gear yes like oh sure like it's just like a jumble of tons of stats, but I mean that's literally what the spreadsheet's about, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Look, but the, the spreadsheets will turn into pretty things like this eventually. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, ah. so you'll, you'll get to see exactly what all the things mean, right? So there's guns which have names instead of ridiculous acronyms, uh, <laughs> and you. then thank, the. Thank, thank, let me say thank you twice. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yep. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty much the thing. So Adam here designed these cards and we're in the process of turning the spreadsheet into cards, which will take a while, as you can imagine. Um, because we are going to try to build like the big, the big thing is infrastructure. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. if I can, the, the more I can automate this, the better, uh, because that means I can actually focus on the actual useful part, which is, Talking to people about how the rules feel, looking at you know the actual math behind the rules, making sure it all makes sense together, uh, and then like making the changes when and where they need to happen, as opposed to just like fighting with uh, making sure I have everything versioned properly, where my notes are, like oh what was that solution that we talked about on the Discord two weeks ago? Like there's none of that. That's all. It's all automated in one place, single source of truth. Like quote unquote, do it right. That's the that's the game plan. So. Coming soon. This more more scale things. reminds me of Armada, right? Is that like the scale of battle you're looking for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Neat. exactly. I will. I will. I'll be around. I'm certain we'll play. I'll play at least a game of it. It'll be yeah. great. We're in the process <laughs> of figuring out how the TTS stuff, like the infrastructure for that too. So, lots lots of things to boot up at the beginning, because like it 
the last time anything was looked at was 2017. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of work to to pick it up off the ground again and dust it off. So that's all happening now. Exciting. Yeah, it's looking good, man. Thanks. I like spaceships. I like Becca. <laughs> it, it looks like Armada meets Gundam, which like are two things I like. That is that is what it is. Basically, it's, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if that's all of our hobby, that means it's time for games. I like to do games. That's what I like to do. I didn't play any. <laughs> I did. I actually got a game of Infinity and Shocker. <gasps> what? Funny? Yeah, it's true. I did. Thanks to Eric. Um, oh, right. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. Um, buttons. So I played. Uh, so I got called out on Discord uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, did you play the list? I, I remember this discussion. I, I played the list. Uh, also, what's really fun is uh, the Antonosities workshop order that I put in well before Rose City Raid, anticipating it would get there for Rose City Raid, did not arrive until now. Uh, but it means I have like super dope stuff for inside the space station now, Ooh, right? Nice. Looks super cool. Super and dope. I am very excited to paint it and like get it to set up properly and stuff. But yeah, so the space station table leveled up. Looks way cooler now. Uh, here's the mm -hmm. list that I was challenged to play because it is ridiculous. So it starts with Hector, Machion, and Phoenix <laughs> in a three-man. Ajax by his lonesome. Achilles and Akmon in a duo, and then Netrods and Flash Pulse. Uh, so that is a stupid amount of beat stick. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Is it the it, Frenzy Achilles? Uh, it is the, I don't, maybe? Yes. It's the, yes, it is. Yeah, okay. it's the, it's the, the cheaper Armor one. 6 one. I, I like him being in the duo for that, sorry. Just like yeah, my yeah, first sure. observation on that list was like, oh, that gets to run that quite cleanly. Right. Um, Eric took a more traditional white banner <laughs> list. Uh, it's got a three-man core, Shang-Gi, and two Yi Mao, and then a couple of uh, Zanchi. Um, and then uh, he took a Blue Wolf. So one yeah. of the things about, we were playing countermeasures, one of the things about um, countermeasures with the exclusion zone is you sort of lose that on the ability to like dump Guilang mine layers everywhere. So his response to that was taking uh, Long Ya and dumping mines everywhere. Uh, and that sort of worked out because the, the Long Ya hit farther than the Guilang do generally because of the Panzerfaust and Flamin Spears. Um, yeah, so... So uh, this is my first game of Infinity in a while. Uh, I was very sloppy. Also, oh, just to show off Eric's amazing paint jobs, right? So here's some, oh my God. here's some eye God candy damn. for you, right? So like he's been, he's been trucking along. Uh, he's also got his blue wolf uh, painted up what now. A strong scheme, right? Uh, so if you go to the uh, the Dice Abide Discord, he's got his blue his blue wolf pictures there. I'll let I'll let him uh, let you take a look at those there. Uh, but yeah, so deployment went I fine. Just Eric's painting, I love mm -hmm. it because it makes so much sense to me, and I think it's because he and I both went to art school. Sure. And so, like, going straight in with this desaturated palette and the ways he's using the color just makes me happy. Yeah, it looks it's, really good. It's very, very pretty. Mm -hmm. And just, like, all the little wear patterns and all the places that would be worn are really nice, too. Excellent job, as always. Um, but yeah, so what you need to know about this game is it started with me losing Phoenix because I deployed Ajax and Phoenix too close together and I got hundened. Um, <laughs> so that was exciting. And then That's Ajax dies because I rolled a one on a dodge. And then Achilles died because I rolled a one on a dodge. 
so I'm starting turn two with Ajax, Phoenix, and Achilles dead. Um, oh, yep. But I know great. who you do have. But Who's I have Hector. Throwing that but out I, there. But I have Hector. Hector, Hector showed up. He was a big boy. He put on his big boy pants and he killed basically uh, Eric's entire link. Um, I don't do it myself. Yep. Um, but then he died to the blue wolf because there were some shenanigans that I didn't quite see, uh, and it all it all it all ended up okay. What's crazy to me is that after all of this, we were basically tied going into Eric's last turn, and I almost won it. Holy crap! Right, like it was. It's like I don't I don't understand how Seal does this, but like. That kind of brutal, absolute dismantling of my list on my turn, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. How does Steel do that? <laughs> like, survive? They just, they, they just have the highest quality troops. They yeah. just have like all, all of their stats are high. Yeah, it's 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 bon- it was bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Like the last turn, Akmon just like rolls up there and it's like, well, I'm just gonna kill two things now. Bam, bam, done. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, like, lost a lieutenant on the on the last <laughs> turn, and like, it didn't matter because I had all my command tokens, and Akmon has his tackle wear. So it's like the the thing the thing that did me in. Well, there are two things that did me in. The first one was that I rolled a flash pulse bot up to blow itself up and get get test run, and unfortunately, the long as long as Panzerfaust killed it, killed it. Um, so I couldn't pick it back <laughs> up with test straight run. Straight dead. Yeah, straight dead. Um, and then uh, I I needed to dodge. I needed to make one dodge with Akmon, and that would have pushed put me into range to snipe his lieutenant, and that would have put me at a at a tie. Um, but unfortunately, I rolled a three, and Longyas uh, 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 SMG rolled a three as well, so I got stuck. <laughs> Very sad. Very sad. I just needed that extra two inches, and I would have I would have shot his Zanshi lieutenant, and that would have been that would have been a tie. But so your first turn, <laughs> you lost 140 points and 3.5 SWC. Yes. And you still made a game of it. That's that's impressive. He it's, just lost the cannon fodder. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah. Really is the cannon fodder. So yeah. that was that was the game. It happened. Ridiculous. That was that was, that was your distraction, Achilles. I mean, like it's the it's it's the exact same thing that happened with in the last game I played against Eric, except it was the other way around. In the first turn, I killed 150 points, and he still made a game of it too. Right. So, it's always a blast playing that guy. It's it's like me and Clint's last game. Yeah. First first turn. <laughs> that was all right. Well, <laughs> it was like 104. It was above 100. It was a lot. What was it? It was a Jujak, Lankai. Jujak Spitfire. Yeah. Linkai and the Kappa. All right, it's probably like 90. Yeah, fair. It's a lot. Still a lot. Yeah, that's that's what I played. Still fun. Gross. Well, I mean, that sounds like a bunch of fun. It was. Well, we'll hear about Clint's games in a minute, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Tim, did you get any games in? Just lately? that Marvel one. I mean, I mean, the week before I played uh, on Tabletop Throwdown. Right, right. Like, like, so I, I had that game against Clint, um, and then just like a Marvel game online at one point. Okay. But every, all my other time was just like, all right, full stress. Make sure event does not explode. Cool, 
awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, without getting sucked back into talking about Marvel, oh, Crisis I'll, Protocol. I'll, I'll jump in. You, you stop me now. All right. Well, it sounds like we need to do an episode on Marvel Crisis Protocol, which means Adam, you I need to that? get it. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want or it. I want, to do an episode on, I want to do an episode on Hero Quest right there. I want to do that. <laughs> well, you have it already, time so seem to be stopping. So, like, we'll just plan these out. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. fine. It'll all be fine. All right. Well, before we get into the our main feature, it is time to do our uh, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> put crisis up on the MOE sale. Um, uh, so yeah. Uh, it is time for the Mythic Online Emporium game sponsorship. Ship, ship. So every week, Ruben, who is here in the chat, hi, Ruben, um, gives one of our lucky listeners $10 in credit to moe-games.com. All you have to do for your chance to win is enter the word that I'm going to trust Clint with coming up with right now. Let's go with Marvel. I hate you. All right. <laughs> Mine was good. If you asked me, it was going to be Juggernaut. So, like, don't don't feel. <laughs> Either way, you're getting this. <laughs> All right, everyone. So, just type Marvel into the chat box, and momentarily, John will push the button to pick one random person to win uh, the 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 wonderful credit. I will. That's All right. That's gonna well, happen. there we go. Three, two, one. Hit that button. The button is hit. <laughs> Congratulations, Rayman4009. Uh, I'll go ahead and send you a message right now and get your information over to Ruben. And yeah. of course, hmm? yeah, Rayman, get it. Yep. And of course, uh, thank you to Ruben and Mythic Games for your support. Whew. All right. Without further delay, it's time for the main event. Let's talk about Arizona Armageddon. So we of course brought both uh, both the 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 person who organized it and the person who won it. Right, that's what you, I heard. Right, Clint? I saw you with the sword. I assume I, you did I, really well. I, I touched the sword before uh, they realized I wasn't worthy. Let's just I throw recommend... it out. Like... Never mind. <laughs> um, well, yeah, before before they figured it out. Anyways, so yeah, so <laughs> Tim, you you ran the event. Clint, you played in it. Tim, is this your the first time you've run a major tournament? Yeah, I've, Holy I've cow. only I've only run um one <laughs> one local fifteen man tournament before this. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a stair step function of difficulty. A little, little <laughs> bit of a jump. I mean, I I've said this a lot of times about my hobbies is that. I don't do things half-assedly. <laughs> I just like, ah, yes, we're doing this. And by this, I mean, we're doing this. Like it's, it's something where it's like, all right, well, Tom about probably eight months ago had voiced a, a, an interest in passing along the reins. Right. And I was like, all right, well, I feel like I'm probably one of the better qualified people to, to, to do that kind of thing, both in, in terms of how serious I'm about the hobby and like how many people I know in the community and that I'm one of the like traveling players. Mm -hmm. So I thought, sure, I'll give it a go. I, I knew it would be a lot of work, but like, I mean, it was, <laughs> it, <laughs> but it was, yeah. So I, how many, how many players was it? We ended up with, um, I think 52. Uh, I had had like 
74 signups and just like this flurry of drops that happened over the months ahead of time. But like this year has been hard on a lot of people. Yep, so sure. like, I don't blame any, any of the people who couldn't make it. And in fact, this is a testament to our community that um, like there were a ton of people who paid to go and then were not interested in refunds. Like they're just like, no, nah, I can't go, but like, I want to support the event. I want to, I, I want to make sure this happens. Mm. Or like, I when I eventually did my prize budget, I reached out to Jeff Rosser. I was like, all right, hey, I have this many prizes. I'm gonna give you X dollars. Can you just make sure that there's at least thirty items in this pile of stuff you send to me? Because I'm like, he runs his own store. Yeah. So he mm. did that, but like, he also threw in like eight blisters. Oh, cool. Just wow. like on top of that. So like, what a guy. There's just there's right, yeah. Rosser's just ah. I can't say enough enough nice things about the men. I mean, but like, uh, can we can we just pause here for a second and say like how awesome that was of him to just be like, yeah, give me the dollars and I'll just like figure out what prizes to get because that oh, actually yeah. is a a huge amount of time that like the TO needs to spend. Like Adam and I spent like hours oh, before, my God. before like every like just going over like what to get like just coming with a list because we do those those the raffle giveaways and stuff right. Just like it takes mm -hmm. a huge yeah. amount of time to figure and, out what and to spend I admit, prize it was. Though. It was something that I had asked if he could do that. As mm -hmm. like this was something that I had thought about, but like maybe I didn't realize how much of an ask it was, and just goes back on him for how how much like sure king of our in in my in my opinion Jeff is one of like the pillars of infinity in terms sure. of like what he does for the community. So mm -hmm. I mean, more credit to him. But like I, CB helped a lot with their prize support. Just uh, there's a there's sure. between people. Even people who couldn't make it, and then a lot of the normal pillars showing up for this, I had a lot of support. And and that's not even mentioning like my judge staff that volunteered, because going into the event, um, the two people who I had initially kind of had set aside as my intended judges, were um, they lived together and with someone who who's immunocompromised. So as things got worse. In Arizona, because when I took up the reins, I didn't think things would get worse again. Because I was like, "Well, we have a vaccine. Clearly, things will get better." Uh, <laughs> so Aww. things got worse again. Sadly, they had to step out. So mm. I kind of put the call out. Um, and Alan Emlett, Tim Tulin, um, Dan News, and Frank Styles all kind of stepped up in different ways. And so I had I couldn't have asked for a better support staff. I don't think. Yeah. Very, very much veterans. So, yeah. While that's a that's a who's who of infinity for sure in the states. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's like certainly, I I say of course I ran my first big event, and by that I mean I was supported by Alan Amlet and Tim Tulin, <laughs> shadow boxing me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so while I, I've I've certainly learned a lot of things for next year, um, very grateful for their guidance on that. So what you're saying is you did it alone and had no help from anyone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I would never, I would never deign to give credit to anybody but myself. Yes. <laughs> um, so you held it at a at a hotel. Yep. Which is a big difference, a big change for Armageddon. Yeah, that was. I remember early in the goodness. in the conversation, you were asking me where where you should have it, and I was like, anywhere but a hotel. <laughs> so so how did that work out for you how was the hotel a hotel was pretty good actually um yeah. so one of the big things was that in previous years we had always had it in a game store which 
for a number of reasons, like I, I wanted to kind of try to move away from that. Mm-hmm. And, and and like one of the big ones is that I wanted to be able to have alcohol on the premises. That's something that a lot of the community enjoys, like being able to do while they play. You guys um, drink when you play? I mean, some people do. <laughs> Never me, of course. Never. Um, Says the but, guy who designed his tournament's logo to be a PBR. <laughs> I designed my I designed my tournaments to be drinking events first. Yep. <laughs> so so that was one of the first things I wanted to do, and a hotel in Phoenix seemed like the easiest solution. And I I looked into a lot of other options. Like there was a there's a gaming bar that I considered holding it at, and he and he was going to be like he had offered to to hold it there, but it's like they just didn't have the space for the event I wanted. Mm. It just wasn't big enough. Um. And beyond that, it's like, all right, I want like the obvious b- benefits of the hotels that like, all right, we have space there in the ballroom. Many of them have ballroom space like set up for that. Yep. And then you people can just stay at the places so they're when they're done drinking, they just go to bed. <laughs> like just trying to remove any sort of, um, I guess A to B necessary for my players was ideal. So, like, I mean, so having other hotel, let them stay there, let them drink there. And then um, thirdly, and this is kind of a unique thing to these days, is that I wanted to have it where we didn't have to leave because of COVID. Mm. Like, I'm requiring everyone to be vaccinated, right? I personally checked every vaccination of every attendee, be they player or judge or tag along or anything. If you one guy one guy happened to be in Phoenix and was like, oh shit, I'm I'm in town. Can I come visit? I'm like, send me your vaccination card, and absolutely, you can come by, right? Like that was yeah. that was the things that happened, and so my goal for the event was Friday and Saturday, we were just gonna stay in that room in some fashion. So like, I rented a karaoke setup for Saturday night, and we did catering in the ballroom, mm. and so a number of things worked well where we could just kind of stay in the area and it was a nice enough play space for that and on sunday was the only time that i was like all right and then to end the night we go to cornish pasty because we do that every year that, that mm-hmm. i'm still gonna have that be the thing because everyone likes that place um and like one of the big hiccups that happened was like they promised that a restaurant would be the restaurant that's in the hotel itself they promised would be open by the time the tournament happened that didn't happen mm-hmm. so sure. Suddenly, I was like, "All right, well, if for my plan to work, I have to cater a dinner now." <laughs> Jesus. So, how much time? How much up. runway did you have for that? Like a month. Oof. Maybe, maybe a bit less. That's, that's um, intense. <laughs> I was not pleased about because, like, so going back to it being my first big event, right? I don't know anything about catering. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I should ex- what what participation I expect from my players. I don't know. Like it's expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. looking at the prices they give you, it's like I have to do the hotel catering, yeah. right? So it's like, all right, well, yeah. it, they set the rules. So I knew I always knew I wanted a lunch on Saturday to keep that day going fast, so that nobody had to leave the hall. But I never wanted to do the dinner unless I had to, right? Which, which meant that I had to collect the money on site, like the day of or through PayPal, and so. It ended up being a lot of extra work for me to be like going to every player and asking, "Are you eating? Cool, cash or PayPal." And so, two of the two of the five rounds, I wasn't even really socializing. 
I was just walking around giving you just, out you were just running down your checklist. Yeah. So that that was a negative experience for me. Like I know one of the big things for me is that, like I feel like that time was taken from me partially because sure. I didn't have that restaurant available. But other than that, the hotel was largely good to us because the space that I had rented um was two thirds of a ballroom because that was like the right price. Mm-hmm. And um they never ended up selling the other third of the ballroom, so they just gave it to us, which was awesome on them. Oh, that's cool. They're like, wait, we, we can make your event better, give you more space, especially since you're buying so much like I, I promised big on the alcohol and I, I think we delivered. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, don't worry, my boys will figure it out. We'll, how, we'll, how much we'll... do you have? All right, cool. Good good talk. Bring that. You have a you have a loading dock, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> they had a loading door actually, which was very useful hmm. for setting up all the tables. I believe it. And then oh, beyond right. that, I had to like get twenty table toppers, which is the guy to Home Depot. <laughs> so there's a there's definitely a lot of things, but my biggest worry going into it was the the catering because it's just like that's I I signed up for an X number of meals, and whether or not my people buy it, I'm yep. financially responsible for that. So it's like yeah, like luckily catering- though. They came through, like largely almost everyone participated. So like, good on them. Comes back to the whole community thing, right? I told them it was important for the event that if possible they could eat through me, and they delivered. So, yeah, catering is a terrifying part of the event. That was actually probably the um, even at the Rose City Raid, which was held at like you know basically my family's place, right? Like um, figuring out how I was going to feed everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, if there's not a place within walking distance to get food, like it suddenly gets a lot more difficult. Yeah, um, I, I I can understand the, the worry there. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised that, that catering was a was a hassle for you. It's just such a bummer that like one of the nice things about having it at a venue with food, like that's the rest of the reason why I did it at um, at the brewery previous years, because like. I don't want to worry about people's food or beer. Right. Boom. This place handles all of that. And then suddenly with COVID, it's like, well, that's not an option now. I need to figure out something else. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred percent. Right. It's just like, I, I, I can't just leave them to be hungry. <laughs> that's just yeah. not okay. So that was most of my worry going into it, but they showed up and then, I was never worried about the day of the tournament in terms of the actual event running when I knew mm-hmm. who my judges were. I was like, all right, well, with Alan and Tim, like, we'll talk about it the week leading up to it, and I'll make sure they have the things they need. And then I will rely on their guidance while I deal with the logistics of people eating. Right. Yeah. So that that was a lot of the background was because Alan ran the computers, and then any, like, of the more complicated judge situations, I would just pull Tulin aside. And then we had two other people who were willing to like, like Dan News was was. It's funny he contacted me a few like a week beforehand. I was like, you know what, I I'm I'm paying to come, but I just want to hang out. <laughs> and I was like, hey, all right, you paid, so absolutely an option. Um, would you like to judge? I can have this other judge play. <laughs> like, I respect it, but all right, sure, let's let's hang out. And and Dan was helpful, so. It was it was a good time, I think. And great, all, would you do it again? I mean, I expect to. Um, I know that next year will be easier. The second time is always easier, right? I mean, in mm-hmm. theory. 
Um, the hotel was pretty pleased with how things went, and I'm not I'm I'm not over budget, so it it worked out, and I'm and I'm happy with that. And I think that next year, being able to plan the catering better, and um, like I still have the materials that I bought for this year in place, and I don't have to search for a hotel, which by itself was like a month long struggle because Phoenix is terrible for that. Holy crap! Really? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have it like elsewhere, but every single hotel on top of like the, the, the things they quote you, it's like mm-hmm. on top of that is the 7% or so tax. Yeah. But yeah. also every single one has a 23% service fee for oh, Jesus. the whole thing. And it's like, some of them will, will offer things. just like you do a minimum amount and um, we'll like reduce that. Right. Well, but that 23% is just like, no, you're paying that in cash. That's that's like, no matter how much you reduce the amount by that, twenty three percent is like dollars we're taking from you. So like some of the quotes I got were anywhere from like six thousand dollars for a weekend, and it's yeah. like all right, well, so so assuming I do your thing where it's like all my food that I cater and all the beer that um, we buy counts against that, I still have to pay you. You're saying two thousand dollars on top of the six thousand. So it's like Jesus. Yeah, it's different so, city by city. Like when I was trying to set up an event in Dallas, uh, it was basically like you get the room if you make the room block, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, or you get the ballroom if you have enough people physically stay at the hotel. And that sort of sorted things out for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. problem is that like, I feel like Phoenix is the kind of town that hosts a lot of these like random business things because oh, yeah. we have mm-hmm. national airport and it, we just have space. Like that's just like what it is. Right. But all the hotel space is like used all the time. It's insane. So weird. It, oh, and like when I, when I hear like talking to other event organizers, I'm like, you got what deal? I'm offended. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not okay. Like the place that we end up going to we like in Phoenix standard is kind of out of the way. And that, that's why it was cheaper, right? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But it ended up having the space. The catering was okay, which was roughly what I expected. Um, I don't know, Clint. What do you so, think about the catering? Was it okay, as described? Uh, yeah. The lunch was f- the lunch was fine. The dinner was actually good. I liked the dinner. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Boom. Which which is interesting because I've heard mixed like that other way around. Yeah, I've heard. Well, no, no. Not, what I mean is like. I've heard a bunch of different opinions and it's not like there's not a consensus. <laughs> some people like the pulled mm. pork and some people like the tacos better. So it's like, mm. I, they must've both been passable then. So I, I accept. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> people paid me and they weren't sad about it. So uh, I'll take that. That's a and beyond all of this, beyond all of this, I made my armories work. Yes. Put them in the box. Watch them kill each other. <laughs> you made your what work? I had two armory missions in my lineup. Oh my god! Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> because I really wanted Panic Room. Panic okay. Room is my favorite mission in ITS right now. It's really good. And I mean, we did that to ourselves, Adam. You know, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Panic Room is is just so fun. And that's another thing that like um, Curtis Katzman actually uh, was one of the, we ended up not needing that because we had the number of drops that we did where, but like a lot of people volunteered objective rooms. I had more objective rooms than I needed because a lot of people can travel with just an objective room, but not a full table. So they'd pack away their objective room 
in their bag. Right. Oh, interesting. And then beyond that, um, Frank Styles and Curtis Katzman um, printed a 3D printed objective room, like a number of them, based on Curtis's design. That was super slick. We didn't. <laughs> I really wish we had needed them because, again, like it's such a cool design. But they themselves came like supplied eight of them. Nice. That were that were nice. all just 3D printed. So, I, I was awesome. happy to get to have that. Uh, I called it Box Sunday, which was just <laughs> all right. Everybody in the box and kill each other, and that actually, like, from what my observation was, a ton of tight games. Like, really high level players were were finishing games like six to five, just like super bloody games. Wow, I I enjoyed a lot. So really quickly, uh, do we know who won? Yes, um, he is a player from California. Uh, Adam, uh, sorry, Andrew Terrace, I think is his name. He goes oh. by Cthulhu. Uh, hmm. uh, and he's a, uh, you've probably, if you are familiar, if those of you who are familiar with the TTS scene, he, he's okay. been around on a lot of like Vols stuff and he plays with the Southern, Southern California guys. But he, but the, this was actually his first major tournament. He's just getting a bunch of online reps. And oh, wow. he played Vanilla Ariadna. And he just, really? He killed here, here. so many people with bears, like the bear, the bear pose, just like punching people into space. Just really, you don't have those lists, do you? I could probably find them. I, I cool. almost message him and see if he responds during the show. Yeah, why don't why don't you yeah. why don't you shoot, do that? Shoot me the response if you get it, and we'll, we'll post yeah, it. after after Clint. So yeah, it sounds like you you successfully ran your first big ITS at fifty plus people. Well done. Uh, and good job not going over budget with a hotel. That yeah. is a, a feat in itself. And next year, I think, will be even easier, again, because the catering won't be such a problem. Right. And, or or more specifically, I will have the catering as part of the initial sign-up, so I know how many people want it. <laughs> yeah, that was actually <laughs> that, my thinking. That was the actual issue. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I'm doing for myself next year. All right. Well, Clint, I heard you played a couple games of uh, Infinity recently. One or six, you know. Six? Yeah, uh, I played a bonus game. <laughs> yeah, so real quick, side note, I got uh, trapped in Arizona for an extra day because of flight issues. So I got a I got a bonus round at the very end yeah, I, was my think, sixth game. I think the flight <laughs> issue is an interesting that a transformer blew at the airport and pulled power from an entire terminal. And oh, so wow. Both him and Clay Lundy, their flights got canceled. So they stayed at my house that night and went to game night. <laughs> oh, I'm really kind of glad that happened, though, because that was nice to have a casual infinity hangout. Like yeah. almost like a palate cleanser. Yeah, because like even even at dinner after, like we well, just still coming kind off of, the rush, right? Exactly, exactly. And then the next day, you're just like, oh, I'll play a game of Infinity, do some stuff, bullshit. It was good times. It was good times. You get to see how we handle our normal Monday, which is everyone plays and then goes to the bar. Oh, I'm man. jealous. I'm jealous. Troy Troy apparently went through the x-ray, according to chat, and then just like standing there in socks. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. That's rough. 
That's hilarious. Yeah, when the so I was at the little check-in terminal thing, and I was like three pages in, so I was almost done. And then I went to click the next next, and it was like, zoop. And I was like, it'll probably be back up in a, in a couple minutes. No, three hours later, I was lying on the ground next to that very same terminal, waiting for it to come back up. Holy oh, cow. I forgot I was the event organizer, so I just put up OTM and I have his lists. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll get to his list after. Do your thing. Uh, you do your thing. I just was yeah, like, yeah. wait, aha. Uh-huh. So you played five games in a tournament, one bonus round because of flights. Uh, yep. Let's uh, let's bring up your list, Clint. Let's see what you played. Oh, yeah. So this one is almost almost identical what I took versus Tim in that one game. So um, you vanilla combined. Vanilla combined. Yep. Then what I got. Yeah, I got a bunch of like. Honestly, this this list didn't do great. Uh, but Kodali's at the top. Um, to do Kodali things, hopefully come in and assault pistol dudes in the back line. Combat Specul- jump version. Yeah, combat jump version. Um. Speculo Killer to do basically that, but on turn one instead of two or three. Kodali's a later turn thing. Sure. Horde Observer shrouded for supplies and whatnot. A um, couple of dats, Ichadrons. Mm-hmm. All, all normal um, for combined. Yeah. Uh, Mentor was my lieutenant. Uh, very basic stuff. Dr. Worm. And then I switched out the yogurt that I had mm. uh, for the Suryat here. Oh, interesting. Um, just to Which have Suryat profile, sorry? The, the heavy rocket one. Yeah, MSV1. Yep. Okay. Because um, I wanted something that could stand there and slow people down because... Null deploying is scary when <laughs> bears are an option, for example. <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, Liberto mine layer to do Liberto things. Uh, Noctifer into flashbulb spots. Did you end up liking that change? Um. Yes. I think I played it wrong the one time it actually came up. Um, but I'll get into that a little bit later. This, this list doesn't really have anything that has a punch as I found out. Um, Mm. sure. Yeah. There's not like a high burst murder machine in here. Like kind of the best gun platform is the Suryat. Right. And maybe, uh, Kodali. Kodali. Yeah. But she's so so specialized, right? Like she scalpels out a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that list didn't perform super great, but I mean, like it was I fun. think it, it's it's it definitely is a list that uh, can punish positional weaknesses, right? Like if you thread the needle and get a dot in there, that's it's real bad for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely relies on like. Combi's doing a ton of work, right? If that Suryat goes down, you're in trouble. Um, and Kodali can only do so much heavy lifting on her own. 
Yeah, I was looking at her other profiles get a multi-combi, or a, sorry, a multi-rifle, and I was like, hmm, maybe yeah. I'll take those other ones. There you go. Yeah, I actually kind of like the um, the the infiltrating, or is it infiltrating or four deployment? Four deployment, eight inches, Yeah, I think. four deployment, eight. Four, it's four, four, four. Is oh. this four? Oh, there's one infiltration, one four deployment, four, and a combat jump. Oh, excellent. So I would take the infiltration one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was the other list you took? Um, this one did, felt a lot better. Um, it's got Sheskin mm -hmm. uh, with a multi-rifle, so she can't do long-range things, but when she's in the happy town, she's in happy town. Yep. Um, I had three dats in this one, two in the first, one in the second. Uh, Bitten Kiss, who did a lot of work for me. Uh, Caliban, Chain of Command, because Sheskin... Sheskin's the lieutenant. I don't know why... Maybe I clicked the wrong thing when I sent this to you. But Sheskin's yeah, mm -hmm. the lieutenant. Um, changes nothing except for it's a legal list now. Yay! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caliban, Chain of Command, because I knew Sheskin was going to die. And also, late game... Submachine gun does work on a Caliban. Yeah, and it's still a specialist, so. Yeah, and it's a specialist. And it's, you know, because we didn't talk about the missions at all, did we? Not yet. So, Other than the boxes. So, we'll right, because Panic, Panic Room likes Chain of Command specifically. Yes. Um, so that's another part of the reason it's there. And then again, two Icadrons. A mentor hacker who mm. I really like. Um, he's kind of your cheapest hacker who's also good. He's got whip 14 BTS six. Mm. So in counterintelligence. Also true. That I'm yes. Yes. He still has counterintelligence. I mean, that's, that's a super relevant thing to have, I think. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Not, not as a hacker specifically, but sure. It's a um, benefit. Uh, T drone because it, sorry, I just wanted to mention it does help a lot in this list because your group two is four units, so getting doc two and group two would suck. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't care if group two got doc two. I mean, I'd, I'd want to use that AP marksman rifle, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, so T drone for <laughs> missile launcher, uh, E drone to boost either the Q drone or um, uh. Put whatchamacallit on the bots if I need it. Oh, um, fairy should... dust? Yeah, fairy dust. Thank you. Um, do, 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 group two is the third dat, uh, Hyduke, which is the MSV2 sapper mm -hmm. uh, with an AP marksman rifle. And I'm calling that one out specifically because a lot of people didn't know what it was when I put it on the table. So it like, is what, a, wait, it's a rare thing? unit. Um, I really liked it though. Uh, MSV2 AP can shoot things, and it did shoot things. It did work. I liked it a lot. Um, did you use a sapper a lot, or was it mostly just running him around doing stuff? So I would sapper him somewhere he could see like a diagonal out to 24. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was the main use for my group two orders. Yeah, makes sense. So to position the Q drone where you need it, and then shove like shove the Hyduke around, killing things. 
That's exciting. Uh, and then Dr. Worm with two slave drones this time. And the, the plan for group two wasn't necessarily for it to be group two, but for group one to do bit and kiss things and T-drone things. And then for turn two, there'd probably be a slot or two open and I would apply whichever tool I needed. Oh, sure. Into... They, they, uh, group two is sort of like your bench. Yeah, exactly. Got it. My sideboard. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a that's a really reasonable way to play this. I mean, because there's not a whole lot of things that you want to be coordinated and coordinated ordering. So, mm -hmm. you know, using those those tokens to shove stuff in group one to to fill it back up after stuff dies is is a is a great use of it. Makes sense. I like it. I dig it. I was about to say that it was a very interesting choice. That you didn't do the sniper on the Hadouk, and then I went and looked. I was like, oh, that's just Shas. Okay. It's, it's not an option. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> uh, but even in Shas, I'll take the AP Marksman rifle. Over um, the sniper? I mean, it's yeah. a valid choice, right? There's, there's, yeah. there's it's a fine uh, choice. I'm just curious. It's AP and Shock for 22 points. Yeah. yeah, and MSV2. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a solid setup especially it's, since a, it's, a, it's an msr right so it's more swick on yeah the, on the other thing that's relevant mm -hmm. too. like if you move it like midfield sap her up and then suppress mm -hmm. it's like all right well shit <laughs> that Conquer is the dream good luck smoking not that do that yeah hey, right that's what the french are for that's what you use uh 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 what are they called swabs for yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're they're the only Ariadna unit that I've looked at and been like, oh, I want that. That <laughs> bears. That bears. Anyways, don't want to get sidetracked too hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sounds cool. All right, so panic room was in there. Supplies was in there. What were the other three missions? Armory. So, frontline and frostbite. Ooh. What was the What was the first game? Frostbite. That's All right, round one. Huh. Why did you pick that for round one, Tim? So, because I... Because he's a dick. Because, <laughs> A, because I'm accurate. Second, second, because um, I'm a strong believer in putting what I would consider, like, the most mentally taxing ones first oh, in a sure. day. Like... Just, just get the jitters out? Yeah. Clint's just shaking his head. Just <laughs> shaking his head. What's wrong with that idea there, bud? I don't you understand. Get, you get people warmed up with uh, either of your other two games. <laughs> nope, we start hard. Let's go. And put frostbite in the middle. That was so. Oh man. Of note, of note on this. So you say why? Why first? It's like another part of it was we. One of the things that I said very early in my tournament was that I was going to enforce terrain rules. Mm -hmm. That that every table would have at least two terrain zones somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Which was very funny because I I had not really considered how many things Frostbite requires to get a playable board. <laughs> so it requires seven objectives. Yeah, yeah, and then it requires each player to have two Blizzard zones, and and Chilling. that 
got away from me a bit, but Clint had a genius idea because we were going to cut out these little extra blizzard zones for people because there's no way people had them. Yeah, yeah. Clint had this genius idea, like, let's go to Staples. And so we bought 100 blank CDs. (laughs) 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 And so we, we, round one, as it was getting started, we just gave half power to Tim, half power to me, and we just, like, circled the room, giving out blank CDs to people. There you go. That's hilarious. Worked really well, and it saved us a lot of work. So thank you on that, Clint. What else are you going to use for? Right? And not for any other reasonable use. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I, maybe I, I haven't really asked a lot of players yet, but it's something I'm, I want to do a survey on later. Um, did, did you feel that difference in the train zones on your maps? Throughout the, throughout the tournament? Frostbite was stupid. Frostbite with two oh, train zones <laughs> plus four blizzard zones. It it was a little gross. It's like you're playing on uh, one of the Rose City raid tables. Yeah, I was gonna say, John and Adam, you guys have been proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. Yeah, but with those, they at least were built that way, as opposed to players being like, where can this fuck someone over the most? Right. Oh, right. sure. Yeah. Which has always been my least favorite design choice of Blizzard Zones. Is like, like I like terrain on maps, but I hate it when it's a tactical decision. I want it to be more of like just inclement weather, like like just like it it, it fall where it may. Yeah. <laughs> bring bring back scatter. Yeah. Uh, for Blizzard Zones. I, I would zones. not hate scattered Blizzard Zones. <laughs> I think that would be a it would lead to a better play experience other than setup being weird. Yeah. Just 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 uh, chaos orbit. Yeah, sounds great. Um, so yeah, Frostbite. Uh, I played versus Joel, Traveler. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't know you guys were around one. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I I looked at the pairings when they came up, and I was like, "Hey, Joel, I'm playing you." And he's like, "Oh, I didn't realize you had challenged me." And I was like, "No, no, we're just we're just randomly assigned." Yep. And um, the universe has made it so. <laughs> And so, you know, it's kind of nice playing someone you already know and know you're not going to offend by being by being me. Uh, <laughs> so, so he was running uh, military orders. OK. And I brought my Sheskin list because uh, I really wanted Sheskin to be the um, data, data tracker. tracker. Or the the cold mm-hmm. and operative or whatever it is called now. Snow ops. Snow ops. Snow ops. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Snow ops. Um Snow ops. and also there's a lot of robots in this particular list that won't oh, sure. die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um they did die, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not from the cold. There. Not from the cold. From days um, well. Days yeah. So Joel went first, and he had Mendoza. I'm I'm real foggy on details of games, so it'll be it'll be <laughs> kind of quick. Uh, but he pushed up Mendoza, killed some stuff, and then on my turn, uh, I do had fun and killed Mendoza. Oh wow! He had. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, sure. It's the perfect thing to kill Mendoza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You've activated my trap card. 
<laughs> uh, he did take down the Hyduke a couple of times. He had a um, that hidden deployment Trinitarian sniper that he likes oh, so much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing's fun. It was mm-hmm, doing work for him mm-hmm. all weekend. Like every time I'd pass his one of his games, his opponent's like this fucking sniper. I I definitely <laughs> felt the lack of a MSV2 sniper <laughs> there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, my my dad threw smoke and killed Mendoza. Uh, the Hyduke killed Mendoza. Um, Sheskin did a little work, uh, but it ended up coming down to he had a Harris of Trinitarians. Teutons. Um, sorry, Teutons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that just wouldn't die. I shot them with everything I had, and they were just like, "What else? I make all the armor saves." Dodge 17s. Bye. And, and the, the Trinitarian was in a place where it could see an entire diagonal through the board. Oh, yeah. So it was so effectively like, guarding. Yeah, boxes you into a triangle. Buttons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, so you get the free biker on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, his biker got something stupid like grenades. Uh, oh, that's annoying. My biker got an HMG. <laughs> was it impetuous i did not make i made it not impetuous <laughs> so Living i didn't have a i didn't have a plan for it because i was going second if i was going first it was going to push buttons and that's all i cared for it to do but so i just put it somewhere on that diagonal because i didn't see the trinitarian obviously yeah and uh because that was his only long range piece um so I put it on that diagonal, and his Trinitarian could not kill it. It made so many armor saves. <laughs> <laughs> that bike did so much work without hitting anybody with bullets. It was great. That's, that's fantastic. It's just, it just, it just might as well just like say, well, you lose five orders. That's 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 what I rolled on booty. <laughs> yep, yep. That's it what was I rolled nice. on booty. <laughs> Minus that's five orders to opponent. Done. Moving yeah. on. Yep. So that one ended, I think I was a little sloppy at the end because I had basically given up. But later I realized I probably could have been less sloppy and tie, exactly tied on points in the middle. Oh, wow. Which would have given me um, more points. But I got sloppy because I was like, the Teutons won't go down. Sheskin runs in and tries and kills everything. And then the sniper got her in the back. But I lost that one to Joel. Mm. Um yeah. You know, of note on that round, one of the favorite stories I heard oh. of people <laughs> playing it was Cody versus Timothy Teets. And mm. their game ended like like at turn three, they're like, I don't think any of us is going to end up hitting a button. Uh oh. <laughs> and then so <laughs> the game ended with zero victory points oh, and no. two classifies to one. <laughs> <laughs> Which pleases me a lot. <laughs> Working as intended. Yes. Toha versus Steel Phalanx. It's like all, right, all the big guys died, and Toha doesn't really run HI, so yeah. Whoosh. Yeah, there's like one <laughs> one fourth Arakatai. Like it's cold out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cold. That's hilarious. <laughs> just just of special note. That's fantastic. Oh man. What was round two? So that was round one. What was your score? Do you remember? 
Uh, I want to say I got one classified, and he had like six points with all the other stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, but oh. if I had been smarter with Sheskin, I think I could have gotten it like seven, three or something my way. It it was a huge swing that it could have been if I had gotcha. been slightly smarter, and the dice went my way. It's all right. But, it's all right. You know. You've started the submarine. <laughs> yeah. So. Submarine's been armed. Yeah, right. It's lurking. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Awesome. So, so round two. Frontline. Okay. 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 And I apologize to my other four opponents. I remember none of their names. Um. Which but it was Ver- Dylan, the uh, the the well, player who you that was that was in front of, that was surprise. <laughs> we'll, we'll, that's next. Um. I didn't make fun of him. Anyways, so Frontline versus JSA. Okay. Um, okay. That's a hard matchup for Frontline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I remember the ending it, just by itself. I don't really remember everything else. Okay. Oh, okay. So he had he had a Tanko Missile Launcher, uh, Diokai Domaru Core, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. He was running limited insertion. So he had that and a Harris with a Karakuri. Uh, um, More Damaru, probably. Another Karakuri. Oh, damn. And I think Oda. I'm, I don't. I'm not okay. 100% yeah, on sure. that. Okay. Was this against Dave? Was he an Arizona player? Can we play back the tape when I said I don't remember anybody's right. name? But I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to jog that memory. I right, continue. Dave is such a memorable name. How could you? Um, I mean that's that's so, a that's a list. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's got some crunch to it. And he also had a hacker, the cheapo hacker. Okay, so it's a hacker probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a weird list. Yeah. He might not have had Oda. I think he just had a regular engineer, and in that other link, he had a um, Kempeitai. I think that was it. Oh, okay. Um, I believe that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, stuff happened. Uh, he got his core near... So, this was the other list I took um, with the Noctifer, Speculo, Kodali. Oh, sure. I mean, the Shrouded make a lot of sense in Frontline, of course. Yeah, yeah. So... I had a lot of stuff that either started in far zones or would show up there. Right, right. Um, so the Speculo, I didn't hold it. I was going second again. Okay. So I didn't hold it reserve. I just put it on a box in the far zone. Yeah, and I was fine to ignore it the whole time. Yep. Um, uh, I deployed first. I must have chose to go second. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I just for frontline. Yeah. All all of these missions, spoiler alert, like going second. <laughs> Supplies being the one that's a little iffy on that. But all the yep. other ones are like, yeah, second's good good times. Cause they're all z- domination except for supplies. Um so yeah, Specula went up front, Shrouded went in the middle places. There was a, a Liberto kind of off to the left with his mine. 
Um, and then, oh, the Suryat was watching kind of a lane straight down the middle. Okay. And I had my Noctifer watching a, a long diagonal. Okay. Um, so they weren't, and, they weren't supporting each other? They were just kind of just like watching different things? Yeah, I was planning on putting them together. The Suryat was my reserve. I was planning on putting them together. And then he deployed his um his stuff and he had his tanko kind of up on top of his tanko missile launcher up on top of a building watching you know a bunch of stuff i mean that says he's um, gonna leave it behind more or less right well he couldn't because he didn't have anything like the karakuris could move up but, right, it, but like it was the, two the... links the Diokai is gonna get you know anyway. So okay, so so yeah, he 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 watched a a diagonal at the Tango. Mm-hmm. And he had just his Domaru and stuff just kind of tucked behind that same building. Okay. And then in the middle he had his Karakuri Harris, whatever that exactly included, I don't remember. And then his hacker was off to the right. But he was running away from the speculo. Like the speculo was on my right and everything was in the back left corner from my perspective. Oh, so like um, he he like gave your speculo a huge bubble in deployment. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Mm. I mean, like none of the stuff in JSA is particularly scared of the speculo, especially in the list you just described, right? Like that's all. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess the Karakuri are marginally concerned in the sense that like it could engage uh, them in close combat, but their CC is ten. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. they'll also just <laughs> yeah. be like, yeah, sure, hit me in the face, I guess, and I'll just chain rifle you and it's fine sure sure i'm remembering the 10th unit it was a uh, rushi oh okay. and yojimbo i think i added anyways um he had yojimbo and rushi and did tried to do those tricks mm -hmm. um so yojimbo and rushi and the hacker were in the middle and basically everything else was off to the left okay um so I put my Suryat where it could see stuff happening on the left because the yeah. diagonal I was watching. If the wasn't link moves, you, you rocket launcher him. Yeah. So um, the first thing he did was uh, Rushi smoke trick, shoot the Suryat. And okay. the Suryat took a wound, and I should have gone prone, but I was like, He's supposed to be able to tank some hits. Um, <laughs> and I also had Dr. Worm and whatnot. Sure. He'll be fine. Uh, he'll be fine. He was not fine. Uh, oh, so no. second order took him off the table. Okay. And it was sad. Um, because that is my only real... Yeah, it's the only gun in the list. Yeah, uh, other than the Noctifer missile launcher. That is not a get-out-of-deployment-zone gun. <laughs> no, that is, I mean, that is true. you had you had your bike HMG. That's that's the same. That was that yeah, was last that was game. Game. I know, I know. That's the joke I'm making. He's like, we wait, oh. we had ah, I see. Yeah, that that would have been that would have been nice. Yep. Um. Yeah. So he moved up his uh uh five man. So he started running the tanko down. Okay. And as he was doing that, I was like, do I shoot the tanko with the missile launcher? Like, I mean, that's his only long range piece. It's not bad. 
I've done a lot of work with tankos in the active turn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he wasn't gonna have cover. I was gonna. It was gonna be bad range, so he would have been on like okay fourth or something. Anyways, I decided not to, and he kind of moved him up uh, off to my left and started dithering around with a liberto who caused him way too many problems. Um, I mean, that's that's such like a big deal, right? Like that. Just thinking about that five man. That's a bunch of Damaru, Daiokai, Atanko. That's like a fragilian points, and like an eight point unit is like, nope, taking all your orders. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what Liberto do, right? Yeah. It's like, here's this stupid thing I took. It takes up a spot in my list. That's annoying, but I guess uh, it's gonna ruin your day. Yep. Okay, so you're you're messing messing with him with the Liberto. Yeah, and then it somehow became my like the Liberto lived somehow. Wow. And like didn't go dog it or anything. So he must have spent two a bunch of orders moving the link mm -hmm. and the Rushi and stuff beforehand. Um like I said, my memory is pretty fuzzy on specific details, but I used the Liberto because he was in the second group's orders to just okay. lay a bunch of templates on him and whatnot, and did very little with that because they had armor. Yeah, um, and they dodged pretty reasonably. Right. Uh, da, 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 da. Then I brought Kodali on to shoot the stuff that he had in the middle, the like Rushi and sure, Yojimbo yeah, take and out stuff. his Rushi. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. How'd that um, go? Interestingly, I <laughs> got the Rushi unconscious. But Yojimbo based Kodali. Oh, well, that was a fight. Oh. How's so that? I walked the Speculo over. <laughs> okay. And the Speculo. Sorry, I got that reversed. The Speculo got in close combat with Kodali. Or, sorry. With Yojimbo. Um, Yojimbo. And then Kodali came over. Got and it. I considered doing a coordinated order to have Kodali enter uh, silhouette contact. So the Speculo, who's better at close combat, would have the two dice. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't do that. I just spent a regular order because Kodali has a CC of 19, I want to say. Um, yep, I was like, two dice should be fine. Spoiler alert. It was not fine. Uh, <laughs> it was not fine. It was fine, right? <laughs> narrator's voice. It was not fine. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because she would have gotten beefier and yeah. it would have been glorious. Um, but she didn't. And um, oh, wow. so the Speculo was stuck, but I was fine with that. Um, and that took up most of my orders trying to dick around with them. Uh, and so his next turn, he moves forward with his stuff. And long story, a little shorter. That's when I threw the Noctifer shot at him because he was crossing with like three people okay. I could hit with a missile. Um, I mean, that's, ended up that's worth it. Mm -hmm. uh, ended up like... miss, missing. <sighs> Heartbreaking. It was, it was bad range. It was bad range. It Nevertheless, right? 
Um, but he was still there. So he spent a bunch of orders getting the Tanko there and shooting at my Noctifer mm-hmm. uh, on two dice on fours or something. And I was on sixes, one dice on six or something. Okay. And uh, that happened a bunch and he ended up losing like two of his the guys from his Harris. Um, okay. And then turn three was basically nobody died. Uh, just like just shooting, moved. nothing happened. We, I think we both completely avoided shooting at that point, and we just put people into zones. Oh, I see. Um, and so I had the far zone and the close zone, but he had put all of his dudes in the middle zone. Okay. So he had the car curries and <laughs> that is a lot of JSA chunk and stuff. Yeah, and so. So yeah, that one ended. Uh, just missing a Diokai. Yep. Yeah. Maximum chunk. Uh, I think the Diokai was chunkus. I mean, but that's that's yep. still a win for you, though, right? Yeah, I I, I won that. Um, I just felt sad about Kodali not getting to Kodali. Yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah. Very cool. She. I I feel like. It's maybe like one in three games that I use her, where she gets to like go bananas and eat all the, you know, eat all the bad guys and. Do I mean, all it's stuff. so it's so tempting to set that up, but it's also very dangerous, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, how much effort do I put into doing this thing that doesn't win me the game? Well, I mean, it's like that yeah. game we played where uh, it was like Hector versus Yusha, and I was like, no, I could walk into close combat and we could do this, but also you could crit me with a D charge, and that would be real bad. <laughs> yeah exactly so i will just exactly. settle for melting you with plasma and i feel like that's reasonable <laughs> it's not an unreasonable yeah it, it worked fine but yeah that's that's like getting kodali into base contact with stuff always feels a little bit risky for that reason mm-hmm. um all right so that was game two so you you you're you're uh you're one one right now Mm-hmm. Oh, was, something yeah. I did want to mention. Frontline has four objectives now. Oh, four yeah, classifieds. the, uh, the yeah. classified. How did that four go? Four classifieds. Um, and you can use one to be the points. Intel com. Mm-hmm. So you're drawing eight cards. You can get pretty reliably yeah. a very high pointed um, thing, mm-hmm. which I like. I like that combination of mm-hmm. a lot of classifieds plus the Intel Because if you're drawing two then you're kind of it's highly luck based right who knows but yeah any anyways so i did all three of the classifieds two of them with kodali um before she died um because she's Worth a character it. and she had msv2 um, right for the uh whatever the scan thing is that you do the, the scan one yeah and net undermine i think is the other one mm-hmm. um but yeah that was I mean, that's that was that's fine. definitely a way to secure your victory, right? With the with two zones and two classifieds, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so I, one one. And then, yep, yep, yep. And then game three was versus uh, Tim. What was his name? Dave Peterson, also known as uh, sorry, Dave Peters, also known as Dylan the villain. Or I said Dave, meaning Dylan. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, wait, okay, so his name start. was one was of ready. five things. Excellent. All right, yeah, so which... Dylan Peters. Okay. Oh gosh. Dylan the villain. <laughs> All right. So, um. In what mission? Sorry, is the name. Supplies. Okay. 
Um, he so you're was running, running your shrouded list. He was running Onyx. Okay. And yes, I was running the Sheskin list. The Sheskin list, not the shrouded list. Okay. What made you hmm. change? So what made me change is the fact that it was Onyx, and I felt like I could hack stuff. Oh, okay, reasonable. Um, I mean, really, it's just the mentor in there, right? The mentor and Bit. Uh, well, assuming he has hackers too. Mm-hmm. No, Fair. Bit's got Oblivion. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. Good call. Good call. Okay. Cool. 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 One of the things I learned in this tournament, that and Dadarazzi's have momentum. I learned that about halfway through. Oh my god, Dadarazzi's. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> oh, man, well, part. all right, there you go. Seems just, like something you should have known. Yes. <laughs> uh, did I mention I've played one game with vanilla combined before this tournament? <laughs> well, now you played seven. All right. Um. Yeah. So all the stuff that wasn't Shazvasti, I was like, I don't know. It's got stuff, probably. Um, so yeah, supplies, um, I deployed first and I chose to go first cause I was wanting to get the hacks off. Right. So, okay. um, I put dudes out and held Sheskin and bit and kiss in reserve. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With the extra command token. Right. Or sorry, with by spending a command token, and then he put his dudes out, including a Unidron sniper core link mm-hmm. um, on top of a tower, seeing the tower world. Tower power. Yep. And kick ass. And I was like, neat. And he also put down some sort of uh, engineer. Slave oh, right. drone <laughs> right next to his Unidron. Oh, gross. Um, okay. And his Unidron had his Unidron link had two of the plasmas. It had like a tin bot thing. Um, I don't remember all of the concepts. Right? Um, that was not in the link. The there was a Nexus off in the corner. Um. And some more like Icadrons and stuff. We had very similar list composition, actually. He had Bit and Kiss, he yep. had Dr. Worm. Um, He's just mostly obviously Icadrons. Yeah, the, 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 the Unidron link as opposed to you know some of your other pieces like Sheskin. Yeah. Yeah. So I placed Bit and Kiss where they were. They were behind a little barricade, but prone okay. so that nobody could see them. Uh-huh. And I could move to like here and then come back and do pictures right next to his Unidron mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and target the slave drone and missile the Unidron with the slave drone because slave drone did not have Tinbot. Oh, uh, um, clever. Rude. Um, <laughs> And that's what exactly what happened. It took two orders to get rid of that sniper. Yeah. Um, worth it. And then I was like, oh yeah, the 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 Nexus over there, that's his only lieutenant option. And it was also within repeater range. So I targeted that and missiled it. Okay. 
and then I isolated some of his other uh, yeah, unitrons. Ooh, that's that was a, that's basically a, turn one. That's a rough, rough first turn. It, you don't even need to get the boxes; just make it so he can't get the boxes. The, yep. the funniest thing about this was we were all hanging out. Oh yeah, eating yeah. afterwards, and um, Clint goes into a story because we're talking about games, and you, you asked, just you I asked, asked your game favorite, yeah, favorite, favorite moment. Moment. I asked, I was asking, what's your favorite moment for the weekend? What's your favorite moment? And Clint starts describing this, and I just I note that that Dylan across the way is just like, <laughs> no, face he fall. leaned in and was like, because I was like, some guy was playing Onyx and he had like a Unidron sniper tower, and Dylan leans out and he goes, that was me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quite <laughs> excellent. Um, but, but he actually rallied pretty well. He had a malignos hanging out by one of the supply boxes, mm -hmm. um, who grabbed it and he spent a bunch of command tokens to run it back. Okay. And he had, uh, uh, did he have Imatrons or Imatrons in Onyx? I feel like he had a couple of orders from that too, but sure. maybe not. Um, and so he got it basically in his deployment zone on a roof. Okay. Um, and I never got access to that box again. Yeah, um, yeah, makes sense. I mean, I guess you could roll it that up there and start checking grenades, but that's hard. Yeah. Uh, he had a Q drone over there. He had. Okay, so he basically locked down a box. What happened to the other two? Yeah. Um. They were largely untouched until turn three, when. I finally uh, revealed my Caliban to pick one up, and then I ran a bit towards the one on my right, and she just failed at picking it up. And at this point in the game, I had completely forgotten that I had gone first. I thought this was the end of the game, round sure. three. <laughs> oh, no. Right, right. right. I've, I've been there. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't. And so I had a box and he had a box and uh -huh. I had done, I think I had done all the classifieds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I was like, I'm going to lose this turn. because I'm an idiot. Um, but yeah. that Caliban would not die. Um, Excellent. And so I ended up winning that one with very low points because of us tying on the boxes we had. Well, I mean, a win's a win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, I definitely would have done a different thing <laughs> if I had right. Get get the Caliban to safety. Hide yes, it, hide it next indeed. to your Q drone. Indeed. So that was that was the at the end of day one. You're you're at basically two and one, mm -hmm. right? Though kind of low on OP, it sounds like. Yeah. So I. I think it was a major, a minor, and yeah, the loss. Okay, and then, uh, so did anything, uh, Tim, were, were, were there any festivities after day one for people to enjoy? Karaoke. We had dinner. Uh, we had the catered dinner. That's right. And karaoke and everybody just hung out at the venue. And the karaoke was actually like the setup. They brought it to the hall and we had it in, like in the event hall. So some people were playing. Somebody had invented a form of, uh, it seemed like deathmatch or something, 
against Philly mm-hmm. Deathmatch, and they were playing that over in the other corner. So a bunch of people over there, some people were out on the patio, and the rest of us were all just singing our hearts out, and Kip was going crazy. <laughs> he, was. <laughs> he was. He was. There's a video somewhere. It's something special. <laughs> uh, I don't hear you, Adam. Yeah, you're on mute. What have you done? I hit the button. Um, no, I was going to say, I definitely think that the the death deathmatch, Infinity Tag Raid, etc. will be a popular after-hours or sideshow mm-hmm. at tournaments. I think, actually, I think that they basically made the game because people were, were doing that. Yeah, we're doing tournament. it anyway. Yeah. They're like, let's give people a unified rule set for the sideshow. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, which would also make sense for why they're basing it more on N4 rules than using like Aristea style rules. Right. Well, it's an easier port for all the tags and stuff anyway. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. So that means day two was Armory and Panic Room. In that order. In that order. (laughs) Boom. Nailing it. Already. Day day two is Objective Room Day. Yeah. Yep. Did you, I did you call it Boxing Day? Did you set up <laughs> a new table day. for all the tables with the objective room, or were they the same table all the way through? So I left it open to people if they wanted to um, have it be an armory like table from the get go. Mm-hmm. There were some tables where they did like Saturday night adjust things or 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 Sunday morning. Okay. Um, but most tables just had an objective room the whole time. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't much of a shift. Yeah, cool. So sorry, it was panic room first. Armory, armory, armory first. Yeah, panic armory room is the end of is the end of day. Is the Armageddon? It's got to be the last I one. See. Get the guns, run to your bunker. All right. So so armory. Uh, who did you who did you play then for round four? Uh, Varuna. Okay. Um. Oh, that's interesting. Armory match. Vert is the word. I haven't uh, heard a lot of them this edition, so that's nice yeah. to hear someone uh, bringing them out. Someone's representing. Yeah, it's super nice hearing. This. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out they're I, still really good. I kind yeah. of miss the Kamau Sniper Tower. Like, come on. Well, boy, is this, this going to be the replay for you? All right, tell, let, tell us all about it. So he had ye old standard five-man Kamau link with a bunch of Fusiliers. Mm-hmm. And then he had a Harris with a Kamau, Gatsy, and an engineer. What what kind of Kamau? Sniper? Sniper. Yeah. Oh, double Kamau sniper? All right, sure. Why not? Yes. Go bigger. How many Kamau snipers were in the first, in the five man? Huh? How many Kamau snipers were in the five man? Just the one. Uh, and three helots were scattered in his zone. Okay. Um, that's a lot of don't go places. Uh huh. And a squallow. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that's not what I thought you were gonna punctuate that's that list with. Awesome. <laughs> really, a squ- a squallow. I mean that. Uh-huh. I guess that fits. I, 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 it's one of my favorite looking tags. Squallows sure. are great, man. I think they're good. They, they got given zappers. Yeah. And multi pistols, I think. What? Yeah, multi pistols. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Multi pistols, zappers. They have fancy stuff now. 
and plus damage grenades. Yep. That's so weird. Oh, so it's Zapper on the non-grenade launcher profile. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, weird. Oh no. Okay, okay, okay. Oh no, what? Oh, my internet seemed like it was terrible for a second. Um, well, you're back now. Everything's good. Yay. So did did they did he run the uh, grenade launcher version or <laughs> he, he shakes I mean, his head furiously. It makes it makes sense, right? Like if you're in the room, bad place to be. Well, yeah, yeah it turns a it's a damage 15 grenade launcher. Yes, it is. Yes, 15 well, that, well, One of the biggest changes in this edition was that grenade launcher range bands changed. Yes. So yeah. they go to they go zeros like for two feet, yep. which is like, but, wow. Well, they're actually the same zero range that they used to be. They just don't, they lost There's the no plus longer three. plus. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. The, no, no. They, the they were neg three, three after 16. Went to zero. Yeah. After 16, they were neg three. Yeah. Now so they're now zero out of twenty-four. 24. They're zero band. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought mm, I'd put money on the used to be rifle bucks. range bands. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he went first, and uh, deployment-wise, his his squalo was on my right. His core, um. Sniper was in the middle, and his Harris sniper was on the left, with a with a salt bang of helots in there. Um, on my right, I had the Q drone. I had bit and kiss set up on top of roofs and prone. Um, and then Sheskin and the High Duke and a bunch of stuff was off on the left. Okay. Um. His first order of the game was to launch a grenade at bit. Okay. Bad range. Yep. Uh, takes one order to take bit down. Oh, shit. Um, and he just starts launching grenades at stuff. Uh, he took down... <laughs> He took down uh, the dat. I had a dat and a slave drone. I had a dat on the right who went down, mm-hmm. a slave drone who survived, which is the opposite of what you'd expect there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he spent some orders moving a. I want to say it was a crockman hacker up to the armory and opening How did he the door. Fit all this stuff. I it don't know. It was probably a Zulu, a Zulu Cobra. That's cheaper. Okay, I was, I was don't know. I don't remember. It was right. one of the first things he did, so I knew it was there most of the game. Got it. Um, and and he did it in his first turn, so it wasn't like I stepped into it and cried. Sure, um, sure. But he moved up with his squalo to shoot at the Q drone. Okay. Took the Q drone down. Um. He also took shots at Bit, who was still standing. He was mm-hmm. disconnected, but he used his Kamau sniper to take him down all the way. Um, I wonder why. I guess Bit's dead. Bit's unconscious. And I did have Dr. Worm and Slave Drones about. Sure. Um, I mean, that's... 
I mean, I guess if you're just like, I have all the orders, let's do it. Maybe, maybe it's fine. Yeah. Um, so you, you better really quickly, you were right. It was negative three between uh, 16 and 24. I just never noticed it because I played Drews. <laughs> yep. Yep. I I I I respect the angle you're coming from. I was like, oh, son of a bitch, for you poor suckers, it was negative three. Stupid nerds, <laughs> you're not exercise yourselves. <laughs> so, uh, I actually think he did things backwards because he ended up moving up with the squalo anyways. Okay. He could have got them in his zero band and been shooting on better numbers than mm. sixes. Because he's BS 15, yeah, minus six for uh, speculative and minus three for range. Sure. So, yeah, sixes. Um, so he took down my Q drone to unconscious, but I think that was roughly it. He, of note, he never got his uh, uh, ODD hacker into the armory he just opened the doors and then forgot about him basically mm -hmm. um <laughs> so on my turn i walked something in there with cautious move um and dodging past the snipers that was like the first thing i did the first three orders i was like ikadron go <laughs> do, 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 do. you're in the room Okay, now I shall do nothing anywhere near the zone of control of that hacker, and I'll be fine. Yep. Um, to give him that dodge in there. Um, so I brought the Q drone back up and started shooting at his Squallow, who wasn't in cover. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Took him down a couple wounds before the Q drone went back down. Um... I walked uh, Imatron, the other Imatron up there to start hacking him with my mentor. Mm -hmm. um, what was your opponent's, what, what seemed like your opponent's plan for getting something into the objective room? Like playing playing the Squallo and then like these two sniper teams. Like, what, it what felt uh, Patsy probably. Sure. Uh, she was on the ground floor. What was, what was in the um, Harris? Patsy the Kamau sniper and what? Uh, an engineer of some kind, because he it. was debating running it over to fix the squallow. Okay. Um, yeah, so he almost never... I'll, I'll skip a few steps, but I ended up killing the squallow after a couple of turns. Um, the He never got me outpointed. I used camo stuff to get in turn two. Uh, and then turn three, I had a Caliban eat some dudes and walk into the middle. And I had I had the room. I should have stopped there. And I would have had eight, eight points. But I was like, if I grab one thing out of the Panoply, that'll be more points. Yeah, mm. do it. The only problem was there was one Helot who could see. Uh, it was bad range for the Helot, but he had light rocket launchers. And I was like, I have a three-wound dude with mimetism at bad range. I should survive this. Spoiler alert, Narrator's I did voice. not survive this. <laughs> nor did I succeed at the Panoply roll. Wah, wah. And I also remembered 
at the very end, I was like, wait, you already had something out of the Panoply roll. That would have given me zero points and just taken one from you. Mm. Oh, so man. I lost three OP for no reason. <laughs> no. Well, there was a reason. It just isn't a good reason. Read. <laughs> it was a it was a faulty reason. Um. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I won that been, one five to one. <laughs> I've just been dicking around. Oh, did you make the list? I like it. It uh, fits. If it fits, it ships, right? It also seems like it could be potentially very good with some tweaks. Yeah, that's a, that's. I mean, the the thing I like about Varuna, and I'm kind of sad that it has fallen a little bit out to out of favor, is that is that it really takes the pano like we're really good at shooting and says, what if pano was really good at shooting during their turn? <laughs> yeah. 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 We're simply expanding our um if you would say specialty. Yeah. Right. So so just so for, the, for no, those one of those the lots was a shock marksman. All right. What were you gonna yeah. say, John? No, I was I was just gonna say uh well I mean just, just for the folks following you know, following along on the podcast. So the list right now, I've no idea if this is the guy's actual list, but it's uh Kamal Multi Sniper, Patsy, Machinist, Harris, Kamal Multi Sniper, and then four Fusiliers of some flavor. Uh, looks like they're all stock Fusiliers. You could probably fit a paramedic or something in there. Um, so that sounds just, right. To get a Squalo and a Zulu Cobra K, uh, KHD. Second group is a Fugazi and then three flavors of uh, Hellet. I mean, yeah. Gross. Did you just right click on something? Yeah, you right click and you can <laughs> pick an alternate profile. Yep. Okay. It just totally changed Tim's game. <laughs> well, I, I do most of my list on my phone. Yeah. Like, like I'm very fast on the phone, but like occasionally I do it on there. But it's it's good to know I can just swap things like that. Yeah, it is it is very convenient. I was just like, what is he doing? How is Magic. Those lists I'm a up? wizard. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wizard, Tim. Obviously. Oh, I was wearing a um, Sorcerer's Apprentice hat all weekend. Excellent, excellent. So, judge, they could see the judge by how tall my hat was because it was like actually like a legitimately <laughs> huge hat. It was great. That's awesome. Oh man. Well, right, I so mean, you, hey, you, a win is still a win, though, right? You you clutched a minor out of the grasp of a major. Yeah. It was it was still a major. I had, it was five one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that counts. Um, but it was <laughs> not my proudest game, but I won. Hey, at least you didn't uh, lose Phoenix to Ajax being dumb. So. <laughs> and then what kind so of dummy would have done that? Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. What what an idiot. <laughs> Uh, the last I mean, game will be real fast. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Last one. Uh, Panic Room. Okay. I was playing against OSS, Oof. and I had a Q drone up, ready to shoot some stuff. I had Doctor Worm hidden. I had a bunch of stuff hidden. Okay. And I had my High Duke kind of up in the middle. Eight inches is difficult to deploy in. Let me just throw that out there. It is indeed. Um, and I had Sheskin in reserve. Um, I believe I was deploying second, going second. Um, so 
he puts down his stuff, including a Dakini Link team with a sniper mm-hmm. uh, and a, a diva of some. Uh, that was his lieutenant, a diva lieutenant, um, to be number two in the panic room, uh, or whatever it is that Davis have. Um, What's that? He had proxies. He had the heavy rocket launcher. He had the Ford Observer. And he probably had a third one, but it clearly didn't matter very much in the game. Okay. Um, uh, he had a Danivus, and he had the Chain of Command Shukra guy. Um, so he went first, and the f- oh, huh, I put. So he had that down. I put my stuff down. He put down Andromeda, who he rolled. Okay. And he got a nine on because he needed like a 12, I think, with confused deployment. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, rolled a nine and he put it. He put it near my high duke. Um, which. Not great. For I should have just been fine with. I should have just been fine with that, but and I was responded. like, I could put Chesk, I could put Cheskin somewhere where, because he could already see the High Duke. I was like, I could put Cheskin somewhere where they both can see it, and my Q drone could see down to it too. So I'm like, this Andromeda's gonna die. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <Narrator's> voice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So his first order was uh, using the Dakini to shoot down the Q drone, which was not a hard fight for him. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of dumb of me to put the Q drone where I did, but was running out of space. Uh, and then Andromeda starts activating. Okay. And so she moves closer to Sheskin because I did have Sheskin out of her guard range. Okay. Um. But she gets into guard range. Okay. And I'm like, I shoot with both. Because that's the only real choice there is. Um I would have liked to put a template on her with Sheskin, but yeah, then but she would have murdered risk the decharge. Sheskin. Yeah, makes sense. Um so kills Sheskin. Uh my High Duke misses the pistol shot Oof. kills the high duke okay um and so Hudron, cheskin and high duke that's a lot of my shooting options right there yeah big deal um against a dakini link yeah yeah um oh, and then he just moved up moved dudes into the room um uh, I was not in loss because I had the Caliban, but he was kind of tucked in a place where I couldn't shoot things with his SMG. I uh, used Bit to throw a repeater by the room and started hacking all his Dakini. Hey, that's um, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't really have enough orders. I, c- I couldn't, for the life of me, target the stupid diva who was the link leader, and I knew his lieutenant because uh, oh, he rolled sure. on a 15. I mean, they're like whip 15, oh, right? Geez, um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I had my mentor try and target her with 
surprise attack, but that didn't matter because she was in a link. Uh, right. And he crit. And I was like, yes. And then he rolled his Davis reset and she crit. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, so I got the Dakinis locked down, but in the room that I needed to be in. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they're still, uh, still very You can't annoying. ever move again. He's like, okay. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then I ran out of orders more or less and he ran his proxy have a rocket launcher up on top of something and started shooting dr worm and all the guys i had up there and Oof, that sounds i just bad. never f after andromeda went i just couldn't couldn't make it to the room much less in it right yeah was just um, guarding everything yeah, so I did manage to kill the Deva on the second turn. Okay. Uh, with targeted. Um, so that's why he only got nine out of ten points, and I got <laughs> zero that game. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Well, at least. <laughs> Get him off least the over. You didn't have to play another game after that. Yeah, hey, I mean you got you got uh, to play was, that uh, was rough relax to Monday. The tournament on, so. Yeah, I can imagine. That's true. That's true. Um, Andromeda's so you, just so so hard to deal with when she's yeah if in she her spot. Gets on a tear. Cheskin should be afraid of nobody in CC. Well, but I she's mean, not nobody. <laughs> Not, I mean, Andromeda's the best thing to CC her with. Yeah. Is she not your warrior? No, she just will shoot you if you decide to CC instead. Oh, sure. Yeah. Gross. Yep. Well, so yeah, you finished your, you finished three and two. Not a bad showing. Uh, according to OTM, there were 48 players and I was 24th. <laughs> Right, right there you in go. the middle. Exactly. That's top half. Very respectable. That, that is technically top half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you literally defined the top half. <laughs> well done, Clint. Well, yeah, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> you you survived. You made it through your first, like, Real in person, like well, a second, because you came to the rest of the raid. But like, there haven't been a lot lately. No, I did Salt Lake City too. Oh, you did Salt Lake. You're a madman. Really well there. I got third there. Yeah, we that's talked right. about it. We, we he was on the show. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. It's okay. okay. We have we have Cthulhu in chat. He's yeah. he's the guy who won. Oh uh, hey, you want to talk about his list? Yeah, let's take a look. All right, Cthulhu, we're going to talk about you now. All right, so I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to run down run down the uh, vanilla Ariadna list. So group one, you've got a Space Nuts, HMG, uh, Unknown Ranger, AP Spitfire, uh, Bear Pod team uh, with an extra Bear Pod, right? So the players team and a Bear Pod. Uh, Dynamo Paramedic, excellent choice. Yusha, the, the double assault pistol version. Two Chasseur Mine Layers. Uh, Bruant Lieutenant, yes, love that choice. Uh, group two is Liberto Mindlayer, double Desperado, Assault Pistol, uh, Volunteer, Chiron Rifle, Light Shotgun, and a Varangian SMG. 
Does he does he have all of the um all of the sectorals represented somewhere? Uh I believe so. This yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, this is yeah. this is true vanilla. The super friends list. Wow, yeah, we've got the the Spetsnaz representing Tack, unknown ranger from USA. Yep. The uh <laughs> the bear pod from Cosmoplot. Yep. Usha from uh from from, uh, from uh, Caledonia. Mhm. Ruant from French Mervingia. And the Chasseurs, of course. Look at that. God, I love Ruant. does so much showing. work. What the a recurring theme I heard from the weekend was like, that yeah. those bears just were like kicking people off this mortal coil. I bears I believe it. Bears are bears are gross. Yeah. That is fantastic. Bruant is one of those models that I really wish that they would update. Um, nah, he's yeah. fine. <laughs> the, the model's fine, but like I, I went out and was trying to find actually to see if somebody had sculpted a 32 or 28 millimeter scale um, version of Leon the Professional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just yes. Like if, if, if somebody were to re-sculpt one like holding a plant and a Molotov, I'd be pretty stoked. I mean, yeah, but like, yeah. Volunteer actually absolutely counts as an attack piece. I've had somebody drive him across the table and chain rifle things. What a funny gun combination. Chain rifle, light shotgun. What a weird... Oh, I, I love mean, it's great. Unit. It's like, oh, I see, oh, yeah. I see you've it's dodged. <laughs> the, the, the thing that I find funny is that he used this for all five missions. There's another really? list that I have in OTM, but he told me he used this in all five games. I think, <laughs> I think like, it's right. fine. I'd be more than happy to take this list. Yeah, I mean, what 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 doesn't it do? He's, yeah, the it's not a lot of specialist stuff. I mean, especially it does. He's got three: uh, unknown ranger, paramedic, specialist operative. Uh, Bruant is also specialist operative, I believe. Is he? Yep, specialist operative. All right, I take it back. That actually makes it much yeah. better. That's interesting. I think four is is what you need. And they're I didn't all think Bruant was. They're all excellent, right? Bruant is yeah. will happily power his way to victory on turn three or earlier if you really want to. Man, especially uh, the dynamo picking up mimetism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I imagine that dynamo was amazing. Like just like. Moving nine and launching mines never it doesn't even need a fight. It's just a support piece to like yep. the other pieces. Yep. I mean, I like the Ford Observer There's only profile one mission more, but nine. you know, open for what weapon does the FO have? Is that the SMG? Uh, it's rifle, rifle something, rifle assault pistol, rifle assault okay. pistol, flashballs. Right, like hard to argue. I like with that. that a lot. Mm-hmm. It just, it mm-hmm. just, it just does more things. You lose the, you lose the templates, but I. Well, I think. Don't really want I think want the other be... one's cheaper. It is more expensive. Oh, so it's it goes up to nineteen points. It's probably for supplies then. So what you oh, what you're saying is you get a garbage list. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so this, is, this is great. I love his list. This has been. I I have yet to put the Polaris <laughs> stuff on the table. Um, I mean it's the well, Here's what I'll good. say: like a good reason to stick with the paramedic, though, John. Like, yeah, you might have a better gun in Port Observer. But the Ford Observer can't bring a bear pod back to life. That's very real. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, like, the, the Medic has a very reasonable <laughs> chance of bringing it back. 
I mean, like when you're but when you're, when fast you're, to get within range. Yeah, when when you're playing vanilla Ariadna, it's just like anything you take, anything you click in there is good. <laughs> so yeah, right. It's just like what what flavor of 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 camouflage death do you want to take? Um, yeah, I mean it's great. My one criticism is the Space Nuts HMG because I refuse to take it. Uh, but I've, it's Howard? it's good. So. I mean, I, yeah, I, like, I refuse to take it because I'm I want to be hipster. Is is the I I, I remain a bigger fan of the of the uh, parachute one, but yeah, it's it's still a good piece. Yeah. Oh, it's it's always fun when somebody shows. Right, like we're we're right now we're being shown a list for Vanilla Ariadna and be like, oh, this is the one that won, and we can all look at it and be like, oh, I can see that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. There's nothing. There's nothing surprising in the list. There's just a lot of really good shit. Yeah. In, I mean, in this in our new world of of missile bot overlords, chain rifles still work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ariadna still does the trick. I also feel like uh vanilla Ariadna for some reason, and obviously a, a reason I disagree with, um, people have been kind of poo-pooing on. Mm. And uh, no, clearly they can still go to a fifty-plus player tournament, bring all of the you know mush you in the face tools, and win. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of melee options here. Superior infiltration, just all kinds of things going on. Mm-hmm. Tons of yeah. Tons I, of I want. Utility. I have all these things. I'd like to run this list sometime. Copy paste. Run it. <laughs> yep. Like kill a man. I mean, I or or kill five men in this case. It seems I really like the infiltration version of Bruant, but I mean, sometimes you just have to make the concession to make him the lieutenant. Yeah, because he's camo still, right? Yeah, he's camo still. Well, like limited camo, whatever. But but that that's a very safe lieutenant. It is. You you might have been able to squeeze something different. I think that the the Varangian gives you some wiggle room to play with. That's true. Sure. I mean, like it's it's absolutely fine. I just I just think it's really yeah. fun to just like be like surprise, Barant's under this camo token in the midfield. Lol, lol, yeah. and you're just like, oh shit, okay, that's real As bad. As with most of the lists, like seasoned to taste. Yeah, yeah, and right. it's still it's it's three mine layers. So like, how many yeah. camo markers are in here, right? So the specialize is dropping Seven. two, two, Seven? Yep. Uxia. more than that. You've got the Liberto. Who's a mine layer? Right. So you, there's nine. Maybe the water bottles? Because there's the two Chasaurs, that's four. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, Spetsnaz, that puts you up to six. Bruant is seven. The Liberto is eight, nine. Yep. You've got, you've got nine camo markers and, and a bear. Two bears. Two bears. Two bears. Oh, ten, obviously. You forgot Yusha. Oh, sure. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know it's a list when you're like, oh right, <laughs> oh, right. We oh, forgot about Yusha. I mean, yeah. So what? So what you see when this deploys is a couple of bears, a lot of camo, and then a couple unknown bites. Ranger. Unknown ranger. Uh, yeah, yeah, unknown ranger, Rangian. Yeah, like yeah. That's... I mean that 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 Spetsnaz uh, decoy could easily be a tank hunter that you yeah. really don't want to challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be a it could be a tank hunter. It could be um, I'm totally brain farting. Vosley, right? Mm. Yep. 
hitting you with a uh, with a T two. I mean, but at least rifle. that's that's less that's less surprising, right? Like you're not going to leave Vasily out to shoot at stuff in the reactive generally. I mean, you could, but generally you don't. Obviously, you could, and then you're playing the shell game of like, did I? Did he do it? Did he do? It? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's enough. You've got four camo markers in your deployment zone between um, the Spetsnaz. Yeah, I don't know. Any any notes for us in chat about about the list? Anything that really stood out besides the bears? The bears. The bears. Yeah, I don't know. We're talking about all this. Like, we're, we're like not talking about the bears. That's the funny thing. Well, I mean, the other Everything thing we're not we talking about is the double desperado, or the unknown range. It's all good. I mean, the unknown ranger is like, yes, it does stuff. I mean, like having having two specialist operatives with AP Spitfires is like, bonkers good. Yeah, that that's a uh, that's a nice threat overload list. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's nothing save the volunteer that you can ignore on turn one. Yeah, I right? mean, like, you you can't even ignore the volunteer. Like that thing just like walks up the table and is in your face. Yeah, well, it's got two orders, so you could probably ignore it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, sure, <laughs> but it will happily right. clear. We, can, out we can all agree the list is sweet. The list is very sweet. Well done. Enjoy your sword. Wow. Uh, Cthulhu <laughs> says Desperados consistently made two to four kills every game first turn. Yeah, I buy it. Yes. Very fast. Mimitism all right, well. Good. Tim, congratulations on running your event. And Clint, well done coming in the uh, top half. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and making a home alive. Yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh. That's the big part. I'm glad that you made it back okay. And uh, Clay as well. That sounds miserable. Top half is what I aim for at tournaments. Good evening, listening to Late Night War Games. You 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 aimed and you and you hit on target. <laughs> All right, John, why don't you uh, talk us out? Yeah. So uh, just a reminder: you can reach us at mailbaglightningwargames.com. Um, if you want to help develop Jovian Wars, you can join the Jovian Wars server. Uh, it is uh, you can get to the link at jovianwars.blog. I don't know. It was a, it was a cheap domain that I bought. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're here every Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we've got shows Monday, Monday and Wednesday, time, same time slot, uh, sculpting and painting. And then, of course, Tim and Clint host Tabletop Throwdown on Sundays, but yeah. not this weekend because there's a tournament going on uh, that Tim is helping uh, run. So we'll be back to Clint our normal might schedule. do a thing, but yeah. who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll report see. more. Play it by ear. Um, and then what else? Oh, um of course, if you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon, become a late night wargamer. Um, and next episode is going to be all about heavy gear, and we're bringing on Frank to talk about the Southern Republic. Should be a fun time. So we've covered North Ooh. and New Coal so far. Now we're going to do South. Getting into the Southeast. All right. Well, special thanks to everyone out there, and of course to our sponsors: DreamPod Nine, Mythic Games, Corpus Belly, Board and Brew, and Brutal Cities. Uh, Tim or Clint, anything you'd like to plug? Come watch our show. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Come watch play our show on Sunday. Play in our show. show. Yeah, that that play show we're show. not having this week. Come watch it. But like other times, they're they're, they're always times. looking for players. So if you want to get in touch with them, 
Uh, the best way to do that is to reach out on the Dice Abide Discord, and then we'll we'll hop you over to the Tabletop Throwdown Discord, and we'll uh, we'll get you scheduled for a game. You can always watch past episodes on on our YouTube channel. So that's true. That is also a thing you can do. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, be sure to catch us on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere that you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five star rating on iTunes and follow us on Twitch and YouTube. All of this helps us bring you the best content that we possibly can. All right. Good night. Take care, everyone. Bye. Stay safe out there. Uh, 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 uh. Won't you play games with me? And I like to do everyone. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to do. That's what I really like to do. That's what I really like to do.